Yo, my bad, y'all. My bad. My bad. I fucked up. I know they like, yo, what happened? My bad, y'all. I, I messed up. I told y'all I'm using a new program. All right? I'm using a new program, so I'm getting um janked around here. Apologies, apologies. Apologies, Paragon, my bad. Look, new program, new program, new program. I'm learning how to use it, y'all. Don't kill me. You know, um... So we're going to look at this show as a test show. My bad. Um, but we learning. We learning. We learning as we go. I apologize again. No, <sighs> uh, no, nah, nah, my bad, y'all. Let's get right back into it. I'm sorry. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, ain't no saint they trying to shut us down because they know we about to drop some killer information. That's definitely what's going on. Boom. That's our disclaimer. Let's read our disclaimer. Copyright disclaimer under Section 107 of the Copyright Act of 1976. Allowances made for fair use for the purposes such as criticism, comment news, reporting, teaching, scholarship, and research. Fair use is a use permitted by copyright statute that might otherwise be infringing nonprofit educational personal use tips and balance in favor of fair.
Juke. We in the middle of a movie, bro. In the heart of the Brazilian wilderness lies a prehistoric rock shelter, decorated with thousands of strange paintings. South American archaeologists are finding unusual human remains. The skulls aren't European, but they aren't American Indian either. They belong to none of the prehistoric races known to have set foot in the New World. These skulls are as old as the Ice Age. So who were these first people to discover the Americas? And what became of them? Did they all disappear? Or did some of them survive? This is Serra da Capivara, a rocky outcrop of cliffs and valleys in a remote corner of northeast Brazil. Local farmers have long known about these rock shelters hidden behind the brush. Shelter walls are decorated with scenes from everyday life. A net to catch deer. A stick to collect honey from a beehive. A hand shielding the eyes. Here, three people are helping a pregnant woman give birth. Some of the paintings are harder to interpret. These curious-looking figures are thought to be men in disguise, dancing with women. Other images show human figures with decorated bodies. Some wear masks. They hint at some kind of ritual. yet has figured out what these scenes mean. But local farmers claim to know who originally painted them. Our elders used to tell us they'd been made by Indians, known locally as the Fierce Ones. <laughs> 
Indians were the obvious candidates. Most of the people who live in northeastern Brazil today are descended from European settlers and African slaves. But these ancestral groups arrived in Brazil just 500 years ago. When the Portuguese first discovered Brazil, they found that Indians were already here. And a few of the local villagers are descendants of mixed marriages between Indians, farmers, and slaves. Indians, in fact, had been in America for thousands of years. Scientists today can tell precisely when they arrived and from where. All native peoples in South and North America belong to a racial type known as Mongoloid. They're descended from the ancient peoples of Siberia. During the Ice Age, 12,000 years ago, there was a land bridge between Siberia and Alaska. Mongoloid peoples were the first to enter the New World, or so experts thought. The Brazilian finds point to a very different story of the discovery of the Americas. paintings on these rock shelters are much older than the Indians. Here, hunters chase giant armadillos, an animal that flourished during the Ice Age, long before the arrival of the Indians. There's a playful feel to many of the scenes. Here, a group of men are standing on each other's shoulders, just like a circus act. And here, a rare romantic moment. The scenes conjure up a lost world of innocence. How long ago was this primeval paradise? French archaeologists have just finished digging in Pedra Furada, the largest of the rock shelters. Their aim was to go back in time to a period well before the arrival of American Indians. Every foot they dug took them thousands of years back into prehistory. When they reached layers 40,000 years old, they found these. 
pieces of quartzite that look remarkably like stone tools. The edges on one side of the stones were flaked off. Were these stones shaped into cutting tools by human hands? If so, then the history of the discovery of the Americas would have to be rewritten. But if people had been here before the American Indians, surely there would be other traces of their presence. The archaeologists continued to dig, down to depths 50,000 years old. And then they found this. Fragments of animal bone and charcoal. For Anne-Marie Passy, one of the archaeologists involved in the dig, these fragments were proof of human occupation. So what y'all think about that? Hold on, let me get... Uncle Gore. Y'all can't hear me. Oh yeah, you wanted us to comment. I didn't. I didn't know. You know. I didn't know you was ready. Oh um, yeah, yeah. I'm, On that the, particular man, part. the last part I missed the very last part because and and I wanted to hear that because they was like you know they thought they came from um, uh, through up through I mean from up through Alaska, but uh, it was some different scientific evidence. Because of the um, the the petroglyphs or whatever was uh, older or whatever, what, what did they say about that? Um. Well, they found um some stuff that was. Am I echoing? No, nah, I, I I don't got an echo. Okay. Well, they found some stuff. Um at different levels of strata, right? So um the 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 Native Americans that we know of um supposedly entered the uh new world around fifteen to twenty thousand years ago. Well um they're finding they found the skulls and the remains um or human remains and occupation that went back to at least fifty thousand years ago. Right. Mm. And they can tell that it wasn't the Native Americans, the, the people that we call Native Americans today. Mm. Right. It wasn't those people. So at least uh, thirty five thousand years before the Native Americans reached the new world, it was another group that made it here. Right. So mm. 
you know, when they find in their remains, um, what what what's the path that they took? Do they do they have that or do they well they ain't get into that yet. They didn't get into okay. that yet. Um, so but okay. they are, they about and to I know talk about that I, now. I know. Um, I I thought it was interesting because they they mentioned those um uh those ice age um armadillos. You know what I mean? And they had the um. That's just one, you know, one one point of of data because they put those those armadillos on their little drawings, their cave drawings or their uh, rock paintings or whatever. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so let's get back into it. The unk must be still driving. We found structures shaped like hearths. Next to the charcoal, depending on the period, we sometimes found food leftovers of animals they may have eaten. The Brazilian finds show that the New World was discovered tens of thousands of years earlier than previously believed certainly well before the time of the American Indians. But who were these pioneers? A much earlier wave of mongoloids or another race altogether? Clues to the identity of the first Americans are emerging in rock shelters in the northeast and southeast of Brazil. Archaeologists there have recently unearthed human remains. Prehistoric skulls were found buried in layers of soil 9 to 12,000 years old. They are the oldest skulls in the Americas. And this is the oldest of them all. The skull of a young woman nicknamed Luthia by scientists. Can she tell us who the first Americans were? This is interesting. Walter Nevis is a physical anthropologist at Sao Paulo University in Brazil. He has been using a standard and reliable archaeological measure, the shape of the skull, to find out what race she belonged to. 91. He fully expected Luthia to be a mongoloid, an ancestor of the American Indians. But then he fed the measurements into the computer. 
when we start running the computer and uh, seeing the results, uh, it was amazing because we realized that uh, uh, the statistics, the quantitative analysis we were doing was not showing just people to be mongoloid. In fact, the analysis was showing just people as anything except mongoloid. So who was Luthia? And where did she come from? To find out, the skull was taken to a hospital in Rio de Janeiro to begin the process of reconstructing her face. The first stage was to make a three-dimensional CAT scan of Luthia's skull in order to build a replica. was then given to Richard Neve of the University of Manchester in England, one of the world's leading forensic artists, to recreate her features. is a negroid face that has all the features you associate with a negroid face. The um, proportions of the face, it doesn't say anything about it being a mongoloid. Luthia belongs to a race found historically along the rim of the Indian Ocean. In East Africa, in the islands of South Asia, in Australia and Melanesia. Was this then the face of a first American? Her reconstruction is confirmed by measurements Walter Nevis has taken of all his skulls. The first reaction uh, was not to believe in it. But as the results, you know, repeated, repeated, repeated so many times, and the result is exactly the same thing. They are very similar to nowadays Aborigines and Africans, and no similarity at all with Mongoloids in Asia or with American Indians. But how could Luthia be African and Australian? According to Walter Nevis, there's a very simple explanation. Luthia is a bit of both. Mm. The first humans originated in Africa. It's known that around 100,000 years ago, waves of people migrated out of Africa. One such wave went east. And 60,000 years ago, it reached Australia. Luthia, it seems, 
belonged to a race of humans descended from Africans, a race that eventually became today's Australian Aborigines. But if the first people to enter the New World were the ancestors of present-day Aborigines, how could they possibly have reached the Americas? Australia and Southeast Asia are on the other side of the Pacific Ocean, more than 8,000 miles away from South America. It's true that during the Ice Age, there was a land bridge between Siberia and Alaska. In theory, the ancestors of the Aborigines could have migrated north and crossed over into Alaska. But they wouldn't have made it very far. A permanent mass of ice sat on Canada for thousands of years. That wall of ice would have blocked the way into America to both animals and humans. But could there have been another route to South America? One has to consider all the probabilities. It's much simpler to cross the ocean than to adapt to the cold of the North Pole. After all, you do need to develop a fairly sophisticated technology to survive in the cold. But did the ancestors of the Aborigines have the technology to cross the Pacific? These are the Tiwi people, an Aborigine clan living on Bathurst Island, just off the northern coast of Australia. As far back as they can remember, their way of life has always revolved around the sea. And in these shallow tropical waters, the old-fashioned spear is still the best tool to catch crabs. But the Tiwis are very much the exception. Most Aborigines live on the mainland and have no seafaring heritage. Hey, Corey and Unk, anytime y'all want to chime in, um, just raise y'all hand. All right. Y'all, y'all good Go so far? Huh? Y'all good so far? Yeah, I'm good so far. Who the hell is that right there? <laughs> Where? Right there on the, on the left hand, right hand side. That's a bird and a man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 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 what do you think about the um the different strata um where you know they dug down and found. 
uh, human, not human remains, but uh, human occupation at 50,000 years ago. Oh, that's it. Yeah, yeah, I'm with that. Kinda. Okay. Kinda. I got to read the report on it. See what it is. I think that's, that's about that. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, what's the name of the fossil account? Did they name it Leah? Is it, oh, that's a different one because I wasn't listening. Lu, uh, Luzia or something like that. Oh, that's Luzia. Luzia? Luzia, yeah. Luthia. 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 My bad. Luthia. Luthia? No, Luthia. 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 You said Luthia? Luthia. You sure? All right. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. It definitely it definitely had a Z in it, but right. um, they right. pronounced it Luthia. Oh, I've been fucking the lady name up for years. Dang. Yep. All right. Hey, hey, hey. What, what, what was interesting, too, is uh, they said they um was uh that that they are uh that they were African. Okay. Did you hear that? Oh. You mean when they first were talking? Yeah, they they were they were saying that you know how could they be um if, if the Native Americans was um of Asian stock, right? Coming from the Burn Street and out of um, uh, Siberia and whatever, they saying how could this group, you know what I mean, be other than right? And then when they when they uh, did the the uh, the craniology, right? Right, right. That they found that the motherfuckers were had Negroid skulls. Oh and yeah, then, yeah, 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 yeah. That's called conversion evolution. But go ahead. Okay, they're gonna they're gonna finish it off. That, that's yeah. where everybody jumped off the bus. Yeah, but if you was listening, they said that human being uh is indigenous to Africa, um, Asia. Well, they they was more specific. They said East Africa, right? Um yeah, Asia. Exactly. Um, Australia, right, and those islands in between, and they said they are both. They are both African and Asian. He said they they were more likely a part of that first migration or early migration of uh, Africans that left Africa and and went on that um that journey and and then somehow ended up in America. What about the Aborigines' very earliest ancestors? Might they have been able to navigate? Curiously, the best clues to the culture of the first Australians are to be found far away from the coasts. This is the Kimberley, a forbidding rock desert on the northern tip of Western Australia. Today, the place is uninhabited. But during the Ice Age, 20 to 50,000 years ago, these were hunting grounds for the first Aborigines. 
Graham Walsh, an Australian rock art specialist, has devoted his life to finding and recording their earliest traditions. The area is surrounded by rock shelters, many of them decorated with images painted tens of thousands of years ago. In one rock shelter, Graham Walsh has discovered a painting that is about to rewrite the history of seafaring. It's the oldest painting of a boat anywhere in the world. The people in the boat have got very distinctive headdresses on and uh, they're associated with a type of figures that we call simple uh, northern figures that are found in this area of the North Kimberley here. They're associated with uh, war scenes, battle scenes where they're not using uh, spear throwers and so we can date that type of figure by the type of technology that they're depicted with and it's very ancient because the spear throwers, we've dated paintings with spear throwers on as predating 17,000 years and that's a minimum figure. I think it will go back much, much older than that, up to 50,000 years ago. What's remarkable is that the boat seems to have been designed with a very specific purpose in mind. You can see by the type of watercraft with the high prow on it, it, it appears by uh, sort of uh, watercraft experts, they tell me it's an ocean-going type craft with this high nose, there's no need for all the sort of uh, high prows and that in still water. So you're looking at some sort of craft that's been used for the open sea. In this remote rock shelter is the first indication that the ancestors of the Aborigines did indeed have the technology to sail, and perhaps even to navigate the oceans. But why would they have wanted to cross the Pacific? The vastness of the ocean was surely a deterrent. More and more, scientists are convinced that the very first ocean crossings may have happened by accident. It's not such a far-fetched idea. Three years ago, five fishermen, well, only two made it out of the original five, set off in the middle of a storm off Africa. They arrived here in Brazil. They decided to stay. They didn't want to return to Africa. Sure, it was an adventure, an odyssey, but they made it in just three weeks. They survived. And if they survived, others could have done so too. If the ancestors of the Aborigines did reach South America by chance, they would have been the first people to settle the new world. They would have become the American Aborigines. But if this is what happened, where are their descendants? Why are there none of these American Aborigines in North and South America today? One possibility is that for a long time they lived alone in the continent, leading an idyllic life, free from invaders. 
After all, the land route from Asia into North America remained firmly blocked for thousands of years. But around 14,000 years ago, the climate began to warm up. Ice Age was coming to a dramatic end. In Alaska, an ice corridor opened up. Animals took advantage and crossed through. Chasing them were mongoloid hunters. It's well known that around 12,000 years ago, the ancestors of today's American Indians entered the New World. The mongoloids moved swiftly, colonizing North and South America in just a few thousand years. That's precisely the time frame when scientists believe the American Aborigines begin to disappear. Could the Mongoloids have replaced the Aborigines? I'm trying not to walk around there, I promise. I promise you, I'll show you how to do it. Now, good, you good. This is very clear in South America. All populations I have in my data set from the whole South America, okay, from 7,000 to the present, they are absolutely classic mongoloid. And everything I have with more than 9,000, okay, is absolutely non-mongoloid. So I would say this replacement occurred between, occurred between 9 and 7,000 years ago. Rock art experts have been studying the Brazilian paintings for clues about how that replacement might have happened. Here may be an explanation for how the American Aborigines became extinct. This scene shows several men in midair. They look as if they're flying. At first, scientists assumed they reflected the playful lifestyle of the American Aborigines. But computers can shed new light. Images can be digitally removed and then reintroduced one at a time.
The happy flying figures turn out to be just one figure, a warrior leaping through the air to spear an enemy. At first, we thought this was a scene of harmony, with various figures flying through the air. Now we no longer see it as a scene of harmony, but as a scene of violence. Suddenly, the meaning of the other enigmatic scenes becomes clear. This is another act of aggression. And this, perhaps, an execution. Were the Mongoloids at war with the Aborigines? Tellingly, these scenes only begin to appear after the arrival of the Mongoloids. Until 9,000 years ago, we don't find a single scene of violence. And this coincides with finds which show an increase in population. We can't draw any conclusions, but there is an increase in small tribes, and violence becomes very important. Conquest by the Mongoloids would explain why there are no Aborigines in the Americas today. They were wiped out. Yeah, you gotta freeze that, chef. Freeze that. But persecuted peoples are Free, freeze that. Yeah, hey, chef. Let my other dude in. The a, hey, the two cradle theory. <laughs> That's the two cradle theory right there. It was chilling, and then some lighter people came and murdered them all. Up. All right, I'm chilling. Right there. often avoid extinction, either through intermarriage with the invader or by escaping into the wilderness. Could some American Aborigines have survived in a remote corner of the New World? At the southernmost end of the continent lies Tierra del Fuego, a group of islands isolated from the mainland by the Strait of Magellan. The oldest skull found in this part of the world is 9,000 years old. It too was measured by Walter Nevis. 
This skull also shows a strong similarity with Australians and no similarity at all with nowadays Indians or Mongoloids. Okay, so even in, in, in the extreme southern cone of the Americas, okay, was uh, inhabited by these people that has nothing to do with Mongoloids. It seems that some tribes of American Aborigines may have escaped finding sanctuary here at the far end of South America. So what became of them? Where are their descendants? When the first Europeans explored Tierra del Fuego, they encountered bands of hunters and gatherers, the Fuegians. Italian ethnographer recorded their way of life in the 1930s. It seemed to hark back to a primordial era. Sisters Christina and Ursula Calderon are children of those hunters and gatherers. They were born just over 70 years ago in this small village, now abandoned. Could these sisters be actual descendants of Luthia and the American Aborigines? On the face of it, no. Their appearance is not very different from that of other Native Americans. But a more reliable marker of ancestry lies behind the face, the shape of the skull. local museum houses several skulls of modern Fuegians, recent ancestors of Christina and Ursula. For the first time, scientists have begun to measure these skulls. As expected, they have found some classic mongoloid traits, such as flat faces. But they also found unusual features, pronounced ridges over the eyes, a distinctly non-Mongoloid characteristic. were somehow related to the ancestors of the Australian Aborigines. We think that Fuegians is the, the nowadays Fuegians or the historic Fuegians are the result of interbreeding between the non-Mongoloids and the Mongoloids. <laughs> it seems that some American Aborigines may have avoided extinction by intermarrying with the Mongoloids seven to nine thousand years ago and then retreating to Tierra del Fuego where they lived in isolation until the 20th century. But the Aborigines were originally a race adapted to life in the tropics. How could they have survived in this cold and damp corner of South America? 
Argentine archaeologists have pitched their tents on the shores of lakes and inlets in search of clues. <laughs> on this beach, they found mounds of mussel shells. The oldest layer is six to seven thousand years old. Is this ancient garbage left behind by American Aborigines? Mounds of shells have been found all over the beach. The mounds are overgrown with grass, but they have a distinctive shape. Each one is built up around a hollow. According to Ernesto Piana, the excavation leader, there's evidence that this sheltered beach was the site of a very ancient settlement. This kind of round structures you may see many in this archaeological site in Miwaya are actually the base of their huts. This was done because people just put some poles around, making a dome or some like a cone, and living, throwing the debris, the refuse outside of these round things. Alongside the very same beaches, similar huts were being built by the Fuegians until just 60 years ago. These huts sheltered the American Aborigines through thousands of winters of wind, rain, and snow. Some tribes wore hides of guanaco, a type of llama, to keep the cold out. But others wandered around virtually naked. How did they cope with the cold? Tierra del Fuego was surrounded by colonies of seals. Seal oil rubbed on the skin offered protection against the cold and damp. It was also especially high in calories. A spoonful a day provided extra resistance to the cold. We were given spoonfuls of seal oil. That's how I grew up healthy. And I guess that's why I'm still here today. They said it was very good for the kids, but only in winter, not in summer. Because in summer, your face comes out in a rash of spots. The Fuegians also kept fires lit indefinitely even when they were on the move. They lit their fires in the canoe. And I'd ask, how come the boat doesn't burn? No, no. Yeah, yeah, I said, that's a talking some part the way it don't seem too long, it always seemed like commentary. But um, I just be wondering like, yo, how, like, how did we figure that shit out? Those other niggas be like, yo, <laughs> teaspoon of goddamn little, this little, 
little sea lion. You know what I'm saying? How you right? You know what I'm saying? Just drawing <laughs> your skin. You know what I'm saying? Like your humans be like, yo, that should be crazy. And then that little drawing that looked like dude had his hands tied behind his back, and like dude jumped up in the air to, to, to chop his nigga head off. So mm-hmm. yeah, that shit was crazy. I remember this video. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I remember. Okay, so you seen this? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. Unk, you cool? Can you hear me, yo? Yeah, we can. Share your screen. Yeah, come up. Yeah, I'm gonna share my screen real quick, real fast. Where you go, go on. I'm gonna show y'all something. Can y'all see it? Or we can't. Hold on. Yeah, you got this thing. I'm just hold. Yeah, yeah, I ain't gonna be able to see it. Hold go ahead. On, I'll bring just... it up after that. Go ahead. Finish that. I mean, if you was ready, you could go ahead. All right. Yeah, hold that. I want y'all to. Uh... <clears throat> yeah, I can't see it. Why is she doing that? You got the screenshot. Mm-hmm. Huh. I don't know how doing that. Must have did something. Take a long time. Man. Yeah. And we'll be back after these commercial messages. from this video? Yeah, well, nah, nah. I mean, if you read it, yeah, at first they was thinking just straight Africa and then they had to read, they had to read, you know, reboot it. Yeah. And then they, they kind of showed the migration route and all that. Um, yeah, yeah you know, I can remember when, um, you know, I remember when the thinking, you know, it was all about Clovis Point. I remember that. Like, that was an odd time before they, before they pushed them dates back because it was like, 15,000. Everything's about Clovis Point. These Clovis Point uh, arrows and then mm-hmm. those other fine stuff coming up. They was like, okay, we got to trash that. Uh, we got to push that back further. And start that. That's when they start using the term Paleo-American and shit. I remember. Yeah, yeah that's a new, yep, the new fines came in. People got extra happy with Luzia. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. <laughs> all measurements, you got super happy and then they just killed you. Yeah, they was like Van Sertima. They winning. Life. They had a little see it. Negroid? Like, ooh. <laughs> yeah, boy, it was over with. Ooh. 
No, the fires were lit on a layer of damp grass. So long as the fire is small, the canoe doesn't catch fire. Isolated from the rest of the continent, the descendants of the American Aborigines preserved their way of life for thousands of years. But there's something else. They appear to have also kept alive their rituals. The 1930s expeditions recorded secret initiation ceremonies. Before boys could be led into the secrets of the tribe, they had to face up to spooks and spirits. According to the ethnographic reports, boys and women believed the ghosts were real. Could such rituals help decipher the enigmatic scenes on the Brazilian rock shelters? The dancing spooks, with their masks and stripes, are strangely familiar. wisdom taught to the Fuegian initiates was secret. It was only revealed to men. Women were kept in the dark. Any speculation about it was, and still is, strictly taboo. They said it was a very secret ritual. That's why we never talked about it. Only the men were supposed to know about it. What was so secret that it had to be kept from the women? Some of the chiefs, according to ethnographers, explained that there was a time in a very distant past when women ruled society. So the women must never know, lest the men lose their grip on power. Perhaps the story was brought into the New World by the American Aborigines, because similar legends have been recorded amongst Aborigine tribes in Australia.
Amazingly, traditions of the first peoples of Australia appear to have been preserved here at the utmost end of the earth by a small band of their descendants. But after surviving 50,000 years, the memory of those traditions is now at risk of being lost forever. The arrival of white settlers in the late 19th century pushed the native people of Tierra del Fuego to the brink of extinction. The guanaco was one of the main sources of food. But when European settlers arrived, they saw a land ideally suited for something else. Gradually, the guanaco hunting grounds were transformed into vast sheep stations. It seems that the Fuegians thought they could simply switch to hunting sheep. It was a tragic mistake. European landlords thought nothing of killing poachers in cold blood. Christian missionaries tried their best to help the natives adapt to the changing circumstances. Women and children were brought to the missions to be clothed and educated. But this only made matters worse, as the Fuegians came into contact with European diseases for the first time. There was a virulent disease, and many died from that. A few survived, but then came a stomach illness, and many more died. Many babies and adults. I was ill too, but I pulled through. The deaths eventually decimated the villages. Thirty years ago, Christina and Ursula had to abandon the village where they grew up and move into a white settlement. They return occasionally to visit the graves of their family. Christina and Ursula are now the last surviving link to the culture of the pioneering Aborigines who first discovered the Americas. For they are two of only a few full-blooded Fuegans left alive, 
their children are the offspring of mixed marriages. Just as it did 9,000 years ago, intermarriage, this time with Europeans, may save something of the American Aboriginal culture from complete extinction. Fuegian's ancestors had set off from the other side of the world. Their arrival in Tierra del Fuego was the culmination of an epic journey across ocean and continent. They were the first to discover the Americas. Fifty thousand years later, their descendants have dwindled to a handful of survivors. But who knows? Perhaps the Fuegians were not the only Aborigines to survive the arrival of the Mongoloids. Maybe another tribe of long-lost American Aborigines is awaiting discovery in some remote corner of the Brazilian jungle. Pan every design. Pan every design. You might butcher this video up. I want, I want to hear his interpretation. Yeah, I don't know if we can share. Uh, man, with uh, thank you everybody for pulling up to the show, man. If you ain't subscribed, yes, subscribe. Man, we got ninety-three people watching, twenty-three likes. Come on, fam. Man, hit that like button, man. That's crazy. <laughs> well, what happened? And Pan African Design Voice. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's crazy? <laughs> I like it to be like, I can't believe you guys. I can't believe you guys don't know this. <laughs> <laughs> it's the chronology all messed up. See, I study chronology. He be so disappointed in niggas. He be disappointed in niggas big time. <laughs> Oh, this is just ridiculous. <laughs> we gotta do better. We gotta do better by Pan African, yo. He, we be disappointing him. <laughs> he be like, "That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy." See, I deal with chronology. <laughs> That's my motherfucking man. If I ever meet Pan African, I'm buying you a drink. First thing I'm going to do is buy you a drink, bro. 
They were like, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, y'all jump in, uh, Pan African Design, jump in, man, and get a breakdown, break down the video for the family, man. Tell them for what they just witnessed. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I'm trying, I can't believe I can't feel my shit. Dang. The sentence to me or something, I don't know. Oh, that's crazy, yo. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that should be funny shit, yo. I'm gonna try it again. There you go. All right, Lizia, right? That's a lady, correct? Yeah, she was 100% Amara Indian when they All did right. the DNA. Yeah, the DNA killed it out. But yeah, I was, re- I was reading it while the video was on. Uh... Oh, okay. I was about to say, yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah, but that didn't stop her from looking the way she was looking either. That could have been genetic drift, it said. Yeah, 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 yep. And when they when they tested other people from that region, other women from that region, their uh, cranial and facial measurements fell into the same. Um, uh, uh, the data measured out damn near the same, so. You know that was that's just their uh, morphology in that region. It's crazy. Yeah, right here you see it. Her facial features include narrow oval cranium, projecting uh, face and pronounced chin strikingly, uh, dissimilar to most Native Americans and their indigenous upbringing forebears. Anthropologists uh, variously describe uh, Lucia's features as resembling those of indigenous Australians, Malaysians, Malaysians. And the Grito of South Asia. What the needs, that's the anthropologist. An anthropologist at the University of Sao Paulo uh, suggested that Brazil features most strongly resemble those of Australia, Aboriginal people. Needs and other uh, Brazilian, Australian anthropologists, my fault, theorized that Brazil Paleo Indian predecessors lived in Southeast Asia for tens and thousands of years after migrating from Africa and began arriving in the New World as early as 15,000 years. The oldest confirmed date for the archaeological site in the Americas is 1850, 18,500 to 14,500 BP. Montreal Verdun site and Southern Child. Y'all got to look that up. Some anthropologists have uh, hypothesized that the population from I mean, hypothesized that the population from coastal East Asia migrated in boats along the Kulreo Island chain. All right, the Bering Coast and down the west coast of the Americas during the, during the decline of the last glacial maximus. All right, let me show you the pictures real quick. Hey, is, is the Omex related to these people? No. Uh-uh. Nope. I, I haven't heard anybody, you know, put that up together. That's too sad. The Omex is around 12,000 BCE. They're in a whole different portion. Are oh, they mongoloids? They mongoloids, the Omex? No, nah, they only, all they found was, um, 
stone things. They ain't found. I don't think they found no um thing to measure like that. I just never heard people make that connection. That don't mean it can. What is the daggone? Damn. Okay. That's crazy. Yeah, they don't got no uh, burials, nothing like that, no bodies. Right. Nah, Oh, I think it goes back. I don't even think it goes back four thousand. I think it's like fifteen hundred BC. For what? For the old man? Yeah. Twelve hundred. Twelve hundred. Twelve hundred. Yeah. Yeah. So what you saying? They was over there before that. So the old man is the old man is older than the Mayans and yeah, Aztec. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if they older though. Um, they might have just had a civilization. First. Nah, they old. They 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 older. Look it up. That's the oldest civilization in Mesoamerica. Yeah, I right. Said, don't they say they keep their calendar from the Olmecs? Right? Well, I, I get. That's what I said. I think. Yeah, that's what I said. Civilization, but not. I think. You know what I mean? I don't know if the people are older. You feel me? Oh, oh. Yeah. Well, the, well, the ones they call the Olmecs predate the Mayans and the Aztecs. Does that sound better? Yeah. The for yeah, civilization yeah, but, goes. For civilization. Yeah, but but them do but them dudes most likely would have been paleo mongoloids just like the rest of them. Peace, everybody. This is brother James. Let me put, put my <laughs> brother James. <laughs> what do you think about the video, James? I already viewed that video. That's just um their hypothesis. Um, just like everybody else has one. I think it's closer um to being more truthful than. A lot of other people. It's more. It's kind of like in line with Van Sertima, except he's he's saying they came from the Atlantic, and they're saying that they came from the Pacific. But you know, they're both hypotheses that they really, really can't prove. You know what I mean? But they, but they both on point as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, some I means. I mean, some probably did. You know, some did come from the Pacific. You can find some of the mark, especially in the in the. Uh... The Western Coast over there too, you know what I'm saying, related to them uh people. But them other people are related, do they are related anyway, you know what I'm saying? It's certain certain aspects. I got it. Look at the map. And then and then too, you had a more recent Polynesian migration, uh, especially uh when you go into the Eastern Islands, them the, the was Polynesian people that built, they built them Eastern Island heads over there, you know, by Peru and y'all, shit. Can y'all see the map? Yeah. All right, here you go. All right, y'all see the migration, different migration points out of Africa. All right. You see that purple, right? Yeah. They go to them islands. Gullah was just talking about hitting them islands. Now, do you know they think it maybe they went? See, see one. They think it maybe they could have came from them islands and sailed over there because the Polynesians is great sailors, though. Yeah. But I mean, you know, but that's basically this this this, this prevailing thought right here. Yeah, but this map ain't um, correct because uh, they they're not putting that link from those islands to the to the America. You see, they stop it right there. They're using the right. land bridge theory on this map. No, nah, they're using the most likely right now. They're not just, they ain't going to jump out the window. Yeah, this is this, 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 this that map, though. It's other maps, though, too, uh, James. 
Right. I'm just saying this map that he's showing stops them off in the, um, the island. They don't put the connection. See how you can see what they're showing? They're showing it's going across the land bridge. They're not They're not connecting those islands as, you know, as part of the Americas. They're just using them for the islands, like on um, Papua New Guinea, Hawaii, and so forth. Yeah, but you see the other blue line, though, um, that, you know, showing it uh, hopping around the edge. Yeah. That's what they're talking about, them caves along the side, like they were hopping along the sides. Dotted line. See the dotted line migration here, like they could have had, like, went down the coastline. Whoa, 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 whoa. See that dotted line. And then too, it's a connection. It's a connection with the Americas and the uh, islands with the with the sweet potato too. You know what I'm saying? The moving the sweet potatoes and certain certain crops and shit. I think thirty hundred fifty. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, but look, it's the best they got right now. So stay tuned. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm just saying that's you know because that's the the model that they had gave us at first, but. You know, you got different people trying to reconstruct, you know, what they think might possibly happen. So that video that you the chef just showed, they're just showing another another way that it could have possibly happened. You see what I'm saying? That's not the popular consensus that they use. But they, they've always told us that they came across that land bridge from Alaska and Russia, then came down. But those people in that video was coming up with a new possible theory just like it, uh, Ben Sertiman was. Check, check, check this out. This from this article right here. Uh pre-Columbian transatlantic content. A lot of your theory, you know, a lot of these are theories, but the closest thing like this, that's that's a reality that they got a connection with these Polynesian Melanesians and shit. Yeah, I would agree with that theory more than uh, <clears throat> the old theory. <clears throat> Right here, they got a whole section about the Polynesian, Melanesian, uh, Austronesian connection, and that's what I was talking about. Uh, it's a whole article they talk about the, the sweet potato cultivation in Polynesia, and they talk about the connections with that. With the see, America. yeah, then that's a different map right there, right? Yeah, that you have. Yeah, see, now they see now that map right there is showing what that video was saying that they came that way. Yeah, because the, the, the sweet potato species that's in, that's in the Polynesians, uh, you know, have. A, has some type of root roots from the south from South America. Okay, so when we let's see when you look at the lookership on it, when you look at the Polynesian, you look at the um the Australian, you look at the um the Hawaiian, um, they all look similar with wide noses, just like the Omec, right? Yeah, that's just that's just being in tropical regions though. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, we but we yeah. get we know why um that we have broad noses because of the tropical. But I'm just saying if you look at those people, they all have similar um, phenotypical um, features. And even here it say, even here it say it's a it's, it's a lang it's a linguistic connection with the with the sweet potatoes too, with their words and shit. Oh really? You know yeah, right here. You see it? Yeah, I see it. it says Dutch linguist and specialist in uh, what is that? American American languages. Yeah. William, whatever his name is, and Planter, whatever his name is, have suggested that the word the word for sweet potato. Is short is shared by Polynesians languages and languages in South America. Yeah, that's interesting. So yeah, see that. So that's what I'm saying. A lot of these puzzles is not just a genetic puzzle. It's linguistics. It's 
actual lookership. It's a whole bunch of things that you got to put to comp- compile history. You just can't use one thing. Yeah, and then and then too, the Polynesians they have mix of people too. They mix with they mix with like the right. Indo, they, they they mix with the Indo Mongoloid people that 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 split off from that that became the. Uh, Native Americans anyway, but when they went, they took their south coast to them island, they start island jumping, they'll start mixing with some of the Melanese or the or, or the Papua New Guinea type people on their way, you know what I'm saying, on their way to the different different islands and shit, and started, you know, intermingling and shit with them people that was already there. Right, yeah, you ain't gonna get no argument from me on that. that I mean, that's pretty, that that video, I mean, they don't they don't have any DNA like um, yeah. evidence yet. No, ain't nobody, ain't yeah, they got a whole, they got a whole wiki article. Look, look up, look up, uh, ge- the genetic history of Southeast Asia. Oh no, you talking about the Olmecs? Oh no, 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 no I'm not talking about going back as far as the Olmecs. I'm no, talking about just, the genetic link from those yeah. islands going on to the Americas. Do they have some type yeah, of genetic yeah. link showing? Yet, I'm not sure if they've done that study yet. I didn't hear that off in that in that video. Yeah, I mean, that feels old. Yeah, yeah, but. Hold on, I, I think I got an order. They, they just did cranial like, in that video. They didn't do yeah. any genetic. Well, I watched that video. I, I watched it seven, eight years ago. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I, so I, I was. Nah, I, 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 it could have been old one. I don't know how old it was when I watched it. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit. But yeah, they don't got. You know, I mean, they don't did a lot since then. And let me put a video. Maybe y'all might be interested in the back chat. I don't know if y'all seen that. Some something for later on. Um, y'all, um, did, have y'all ever seen the Great Pyramid, um, K nineteen? Yeah, y'all need to check that out. I think that would be interesting for, for people like that? us. Where's it? At? I'm, I'm gonna put it in the back chat. Yeah, but tell me where's that though? Where's that lo- location? Where's that? Huh? Just the location. Where's that? Um, it, it's in it's in Kemet. Um, K nineteen. Yeah, but they—I mean—they did a pretty good video in in um, 2019 on what um, they um, theory of how things worked, and they really were trying to break down how the pyramids was built, which nobody really knows. But you know, they, like I said, they, these people are just guessing like everybody else, so it's just interesting to see what their hypothesis um, is. Hold on, hold on, I got a article that they did. They did. They do got some type of genetic connection. Hold on, let me show y'all this. Okay, it's an article. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what I'd be interested in seeing what the what is genetically. Oh, but shit. I put that link in the back chat for y'all to check out later on. Some of y'all might have seen it, but if you haven't seen it, I think that is a great video to see to see because they deal with the mathematics, they deal with everything. They they tell us how rulers came into existence. Yeah, here we go. They use the royal finger, the royal foot, the royal arm. This is it's crazy. And they 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 change that to centimeters and so forth later on in history. Y'all see that? Y'all can check this article out. Yeah, DNA relative Nate, um, Nate relative, uh, reveals Native American um, presence in um, what is that? Polynesia um, centuries before American, I mean European arrived. Okay, yeah, oh, yeah. Put book. that in the back chat. I mean, is that, I mean, what is this one? Natural Geographic. Yeah, Natural Geographic. Okay. Oh, it's a movie. Cause I, I looked it up. I'm like, I'm seeing this movie. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. But that's what it was. Like, you see what I'm talking about, bro? It's the movie. You, no, yeah, I ain't seen it yet. Ch- I ain't seen it yet. You check saying. that out. We gonna have to have a discussion about that. Is it a documentary? Like a serious documentary? Yeah, yeah it's like a docu movie. I don't know how to uh, pronounce it or whatever, but 
it's gonna be it's gonna be something you're gonna really appreciate when you watch it. They ain't adding no spin to it. Well, everybody does that. You know what I mean? No, I mean without evidence. Yeah, no, no, no. It's evidence based. You know, and and they really um challenged a lot of the Egypt Egyptologists from back in the day. So you will see a lot of stuff that they're changing and trying to you know because the dating systems and all of that is in um question as far as like how how old certain structures are and so forth. But yeah, check that out, man. I'm telling you, you're gonna like it. Anybody that's in this um particular type of interest of study, that's one of the best videos I've seen and I've watched many. The date they're trying to get a pyramid in the video. Well they really trying to give Africans credit for it. They they're not they, that's one of the things that was interesting about it. But they do it with evidence. I'm saying, so like, trying like, to say it's old, was way older than the Great Pyramid, or no, I don't think they're saying that it's older. What do you mean? What's older than the Great Pyramid? You said KIT is a pyramid, right? No, no, that's that's just the name of the docu series, oh. I mean, the documentary, oh. or whatever you the, the movie. <laughs> they, they, that was the year that they they released it, nineteen. 2019. Okay, okay. So I, I think that's what the 19 has to do with oh, the, I thought you were saying the K19, like with the name of the pyramid. That's what I was looking for. All right, for sure. No, K19 is just they just it's 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 K2019. It says the, the movie Great Pyramids K2019. It says, um, and it's by some um Persian or a Arab guy, but he actually, you know, surprise to my surprise, gave the credit to who it was supposed to have been given to. And he uh, and they also go through, you know, all of the um racism that's been dealing with this history for so long. Like I would like for y'all to maybe just even view a part like what Chef just showed. Um but I wanted to do something maybe with how they did the rulers. Um you know how they how they discovered power way before the Europeans and such some of that evidence. But I need to find the, the actual part. Something like that. Hey, 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 he was going to find his way to Egypt. Yeah, that's something like that Graham Hancock uh, boy did. Yeah, so it's probably, probably along the lines of Graham Hancock work. I'm right here. Yeah, Chef. Hey, 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 Chef, he across the Pacific to Egypt. <laughs> well, we already know. I mean, I'm not in disagreement with that video you just showed. So that ain't no argument with me. I mean, I think that's pretty accurate. But like even with the brother, and see, I hate to even bring this up because I know y'all was tripping on him yesterday. But what I saw was saying about the hilly, the hilly go rising, it's some yeah. it's something off in this video about that too, and how they lined everything up. So I mean, I'm telling you, brother, it, this is this is a very interesting. I was just watching it last night. I probably watched it about two hours before I fell asleep. But I want to get y'all to how they came up with measurement. I guarantee I already got a feeling so Grant. It's, it's gonna be around uh, based on Grant Hancock's work, or not necessarily based on it, but kind of the same type of theory. Mm. Let's see what you got, Grant uh, Anthony. Go, go right. Where's Chef at? Go right to go right to movie. If you go right to the forty-five minute mark, I think that would be pretty good, and we won't have to watch the whole thing. It's just a little teaser. Forty-five minute mark or what? 
of that video I just shared in the chat. Probably maybe I want to see if we go to 43. Here in K-19. The fact that they titled a movie though, suspect of each other. Right, so but what is it about though? You do you did you watch it? Yeah, I watched I've watched it several times. I just watched it again last night though. So what's the overall like the bottom line point of well the, the well the, the point movie? the bottom line of it is um they're trying to um figure out how did these people build the pyramids and they come and they're giving you different um through his through history. They're telling what other people's hypothesis was, and then they're showing you what their hypothesis was. Um, to so, and then you pretty much had to make a decision on what do you think is the truth, basically. But that's all it's here. Like I said, these people are guessing, just like we do on this show every day. So, do they do like scientists already know how they built the pyramid? Well, in this video, they saying they it, they built it with concrete, like con some type of concrete mixture. And then, I'm telling you, when you watch it, it makes sense because you're like, how else could they do this? Because they they're doing this with some um some type of um stones that's harder than steel. So how can they cut something harder than steel? You see what I'm saying? But they're saying they use solar energy to melt melt these particular hard rocks off into uh, what you call it. So it's, I would say it's interesting, but if you go like to the 43 to 45. Yeah, you know, they used to do that on Asian aliens, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm no, 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 they, no, they, they, they just the, the, those people that trying to it's, say that. It's, it's certain, it's certain glyphs that they got, they got them actually like pulling, pulling the stones and shit and showing like kind of how they making it. It's certain, I forgot, if I, but it's certain glyphs actually showing it, that, showing them doing no, it. No, this video right here definitely is trying to get it up out of the aliens' hand. They, they're putting it solely in the Africans' responsibility of building this. Um, they say that they have supreme mathematics um, thousands of years before some of the from some of the Greeks who have been accredited with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sound like yeah, that sound like Grand Hancock, bro. Like, yeah, the, definitely. Yeah, they bring in all type of people's. Um, like I said, man, click on just if y'all could just watch. This. I'm gonna like I'm, I'm, I'm play it. I'm gonna let you rock. I'm a... Yeah, just play, <laughs> just play that right there. It's gonna be good for think. some pseudo killing. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I just want to see what y'all think about this, like the royal cubic foot, and man, that shit was interesting. I heard, yeah, I'm familiar with it. I've heard. That's like that's like that dude. They say that the Sphinx is older than what it is, but but they fail to realize they, these people that use this stone stones and shit that in, in, in rocks that's old anyway. You know what I'm saying? It's already weathered from the natural elements, so you're gonna get older dates. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. So so probably at the 43 minute mark. Um, Chef, you can start right there. All right, let's get it in. Let's get it in, y'all. This is brought to you by Pan African Designs, and that's crazy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me get this. I got to do a lot to get this stuff up here on a production tip. Um. Okay, so we're going to go to... Did I name it? Screen share. Boom. All right, so y'all see that on there. Then I'm going to have to go to here. And then I'm going to pin me so y'all can see it. Boom. Everybody see it? Yeah, we got it. All right. Yeah, I see the clip of yours. And that went away. 
Hey, shit, hey, chef, I found out where you got them hats from, too, boy. They, they got some shit, boy. I, I like their little collection. Yeah, well, chef, it went away. You took it, you put it on your screen. All right, I'm going to start it at. Chef, it's showing on your screen. You feel me? Like, we can, like, you, it's like in your thumbnail when we look at it. It ain't big for us. It ain't like it looks big on the YouTube screen. Yeah, right? now it is. But it, it's just doing it when you start talking. Then it, it shows the screen. I don't know why that's happening. You see, that this is what they're saying. They're saying that they they have a some type of uh, what is what is that made of? Granite mixed. See, that's what they're saying. They're supposing that instead of them hauling those blocks all the way from Aswan, that they actually use see the materials that there was actually there on the site. I think um, brought that but one day. let's go back a few years. A little further, when the Egyptians settled on the banks of the Nile. Long before they discovered a numbering system, they started from the simple principle of one to ten by counting their fingers. Then they counted their toes, plus ten, and thereby appropriated the numbering system of ten by ten by ten. It is the same system that we use today. After language, numbering is the second thing humanity learned long before writing. The numbering system by 10 is for humans the first gateway to scientific understanding of the environment. It is a kind of bridge between the primitive mind and intelligence. The Egyptians observed that the year is made of 365 days plus one. They cut it into three seasons, four months each, for a total of 12 months. The seasons were called flood, germination, and harvest. Over the years, they observed a strange phenomenon. Each year in summer, on a specific day, July 14th, a star, the brightest, rose with the sun, and a few minutes later, it disappeared into the light. The same day, the Nile flooded the fields. The floods were fertile, essential to life, to produce food. Egyptians deified this star and called it Sopdet, or Septi. It was the star that announced the floods of the Nile. Today, we call it Sirius. This phenomenon is called the Heliacal Rising of Sirius. It was the first day of the Egyptian year, followed by five holidays. The Nile brought the essential silt for the crops. It is for this reason that this star was sacred to them. The land was flooded for three to four consecutive months. Work in the fields stopped, and during this time, the Egyptians went up into the hills to be on dry land. Well, it was the start of three months of vacation, and it was like that year after year for thousands of years. This episode is hidden and is not explained by Egyptologists. They don't speak at all about floods of the Nile. An innocent mind immediately wonders, but what did they do for three or four months if they couldn't cultivate the fields? Mm, the Egyptians did three things during these three to four months of vacation. Observe, measure, and note everything. As soon as the Nile returned to its bed, a big problem had arisen field limits had disappeared. It was then necessary to retrace the limits of the fields of each peasant and start sowing as soon as possible. 
and they had to be traced correctly to avoid disputes. Therefore, the Egyptians began to draw straight lines, rectangles, squares, diagonals, circles, and triangles with strings and sticks. Everything was noted on papyrus. It was the beginning of geometry. They understood a fundamental function of nature. Everything is divided or assembled in small equal units. This observation will serve them throughout their discoveries. They also needed a unit of measure to properly demarcate the plots. Geometry is good, but after all, you must measure the lines. They considered the king's foot. The length of the king's foot could be used as a standard. This standard would be multiplied and distributed throughout the kingdom. They considered the feet, arms, legs, and elbows of the king. But there was a problem. This unit was not fixed. There would be no problem during his reign, but all the kings were not the same size. The next king would surely want to use his foot or his elbow out of pride. In the hills, waiting for the retreat of the Nile, the Egyptians thought and looked for a solution to the problem. This unit of measurement would have to have a fixed length in time, if possible, never change. They observed the size of different plants, fruits, seeds, any object in nature. But all these objects did not have a constant size. For example, if we water a seed well, the following year its size will have changed. And over long distances, small differences quickly became significant. Then, they had the idea to measure water. Yes, fresh water from the Nile. They measured one drop and then another. They were all the same size. From the lower Nile to the upper Nile, the drops were the same size. They noticed that the size of the water drop did not change year after year. It's wonderful. The Egyptians found a unique unit. The diameter of the drop of water on a waterproof surface, like granite or alabaster, is constant. It measures one centimeter. Today, an incredible video in which you will dive into the heart of the first stage of the Serapium project. Ula, 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 ula. Is this true? So this is the stop M on the diagram. You can stop it right there. I don't know if the Egyptians knew the meter or not. I don't. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, like I said, I just wanted to tease it. I want y'all to check that out. But we can have a discussion about it later. You know what I'm saying? But that guy is using a modern thing to measure, and that shit is one centimeter. It's one is like ten. It's exactly a centimeter. Like so. The stuff that they're talking about, you know, we could all we could discuss that later. But from what I from what I understand, all this stuff is stuff that they had on papyrus and stuff that they document. But you could you could watch well, it. This guy was long, bro, so we can't watch the whole thing. But I think it'll be something good for people like us to watch, and then we could we could have a good dialogue about it later on. Was this about the pyramids in Egypt or in yeah. um yeah, the, great the Great Pyramids? Uh huh. The the great pyramids pyramids of Giza. Giza. Okay, I thought y'all was, okay, was talking about the, Egypt, um, the pyramids out in um, Mexico, my fault. Yeah, but see, they, they were just talking about how they came up with a universal standard of um, a centimeter through, through the drop droplets of water. And, that, and those same measurements are the measurements that we use today. So, you know, it's just interesting to see, you know, how they, how they did that. And, you know, because you have, you I want to see if that's actually true, if she actually has that evidence. 
Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely fact check. I mean, because I mean, you know, you know, other societies <laughs> like we can't do the shit that the Egyptians did, right? But everybody around that time was doing that. You know what I mean? Like you go everybody. It was working. Right. I'm talking in terms of working with stone. Right, and 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 understand something, and um, one of the most simplest structures that like like it's not it's not mind blowing that people would make pyramids because one of the most simple structures you can actually make, um, even as a child, if you're playing with Legos, is to make a wide base, and then work your and as you work your way up, narrow it down, and everything else for stability. Right, it is the most stable structure you can actually make. You can learn this as a child, so it's it's not. Out of pocket that they would think to actually make these type of structures if you're building for height. If you're building for height, <laughs> yo, man, you crazy. You, said, you can make it as a child. No, 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 no. Right, right. 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 You need what you need to do. You no, I said what I said was the concept. I said people understand this concept as a child as far as the the, the way to build a structure from like like in a triangle shape is what I'm talking about. Like like they got the ideas from looking at mountains. That's how they got the idea of start, starting off with a wide base and then narrow, and then making it narrow more narrow as you build up because they was building for height. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this right here is some high level mathematics, bro. See, this Wait, oh, 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 oh. real high level uh, mathematics going on. Oh, so y'all, I thought y'all were talking about Mesoamerica. No, James. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm saying they don't got no pyramids in Mesoamerica. Nobody they said no that. They are. They're definitely not the same thing. They're definitely not the same structures. They're not even built the same. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, not it's, even, it's not a pyramid, but it's, but even the form is pyramidal in shape. In form. Yeah. Right. Right. But a pyramid is actually a mathematical, you know, shape. Yeah. Exactly. Because you know, like people will say, like, well, the Egyptians didn't drag them stones, but when you look at all them other ancient cultures, like they're moving stone hundreds of miles away, bro. No, no, the Egyptians was bringing stone all the way from the south. No, y'all fucking up. Y'all just remember that debate. The stone quarry was right there. They think it was smart. Yeah, yeah. several I was talking about Meso Mesoamerica, like them Olmec has come from a whole different part, different region. Oh yeah, yeah, that ain't no complicated shit. Once you figure it out, I seen a motherfucker do it. It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't as hard as you thought it was. Right, right. I about to say because they was doing that all around the uh, world. You know, humans been moving large stones and stuff, moving yeah, it, yeah. cutting it, shaping it, forming it in animals, like whatever people. Yeah. Yeah, that ain't just. Yeah, but the pyramids is a level. It surely fuck is. It's different. And then, they, then, and then some of the alignments that may have occurred with the astronomical bodies. That's slick. That's how I No, did, did, did y'all see the nigga Seti trying to say that the Omeg, that's where they got that technology from? That shit was crazy. <laughs> Listen to the Seti? God damn. <laughs> no, 
he got a video talking about the Oleg, bro. I clicked that shit and lost brain cells. Yeah, that's the old, that's the, you know, that's the, um, you know, Africans populated the whole the globe um, type shit. Oh, my God, bro. Yeah, I clicked it. Right. He talking about that's where they got their technology to build. I'm like, he trying, that's what he was talking. He trying to correlate their pyramids with the Egyptian pyramids. Yeah, you know, you know what said is good to watch for now, yo, to see how far you come. Oh, me. Exactly. <laughs> I said that. Yeah, from where you was, right? Okay, that's where I was. And and we can all agree that Teddy did a good job where we was. Yeah, yeah, he was good. Yeah, yeah, he good. He good for like how I was. You know what I mean? For that yeah. time frame, he was top tier. Believe it or not. Yeah, top yeah tier. City, 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 Oh, I'm, I'm not. This is I'm asking. I'm asking the question. Who was on the internet? I said me, nigga. He was See, on the he, he talking about him. I'm talking about besides you and him. Who else? Well, that, was all people. was on back then. Now Sinetta. Sinetta was. He was outside, and I was like, yeah. nigga, you he was outside. Yeah. Outside, I said, yo, you got to fuck with the blog talk. He's like, what? I said, come on, yo. Late. Okay, now watch this. Watch this. Uh, Man, was the hell too, I think, right? Nah. Sorry, okay, no. let me ask you this, uh, in 2007, where was you at? You knew the shit you know right now today? Because you was on some pseudo shit back in 2007. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. What's some pseudo is a menu, bro, back then. <laughs> Because I, I remember you was on there with what's that brother name from Chicago? Nah, hey, but keep not up. That's how they fell off. They been, they really just used to go back and forth on shit. Man, what was the guy named from Evolution. Chicago you used to be with up? Uh, what was his name? Apple, who you talking about? No. The brother from Chicago you used to be on the show with. Who and Gozi? No. It's the, when Up first came out, he was messing with What's his name? No, I mean, Mickey Love, yo. Okay, but it was another oh, brother. Yo, you remember I had a, I had a cable show. Yeah, yeah but whole, you, you used to be network. sitting at a table, and it was yeah, a brother from you know, Chicago that was there. Was he, was he, you know who I'm talking yeah, about. Talking about, talking about Black Sun. Yo, he went from them dance shows. He might, I don't know where Black Sun was from. He was in Atlanta, though. The show was based out of Atlanta. Black yeah, I'm telling you, you want to tell me where I was at? With a no, 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 I'm just saying, I'm, I'm a, I, that, that ain't, who you talking about, that ain't the name that this guy's name is. It was like he had a Hebrew name or something. Oh, no, no, I was on his show. I came on his show back, going back and forth. That Yeah, was he from Chicago? I don't know where he was from. He might have been. I'm not sure where he was from. What's your name? I can't, I can't, y'all go ahead. I'm going to see if I can find it. Can't think of it, but I know Black Sun Back then on YouTube, you could play videos back and forth and music and shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you, you could play a song that like people in the chat could go back and forth. It wasn't you couldn't load no. It wasn't even that. It was wild. And then before you know it, they gave you, you could load the videos, and then Black Sun loaded my video. The his goes children fucking Israel. That's why I say, yo, man, I've been doing that shit for a while. I fixed all my shit on that motherfucker. 
So when the nigga start talking about the insults and he making the same mistake I made 15 years ago, I was like, nigga, that's a mistake, nigga. And I know you got the mistake from. Yeah, but Sadi was, uh, we was, uh, y'all remember the Liberation Year? Y'all remember that? Nah, I, I, liberation, y'all remember that? Nah, like they, they might. God I mean, damn, nigga, I just took y'all. Wow. You said the what? I started watching YouTube. I probably started watching that shit about 2015. Oh, shit. Chief Liberation, yo. We was on the show. It was me, Shetty, um, and a couple other people. It was blocked up. Huh? Was it blocked yeah. up? It was blocked up. Okay. Yeah, blocked oh, up. Yo, y'all can type it in right now. You're going to catch all of us on there. And one day I beat up Chief. I beat him up. Yeah, on some shit. And he killed the whole show. It was wild. I'm like, dang. <laughs> and that's then that's when Steady's like, yo, I'm going to about 
Right, Mark right. was big. Yeah, yeah, he just, like, yeah, he felt like he felt like I remember the video. He felt like he felt he felt like they set him up. Y'all trying to bully young Mark? Do y'all want the backstory? Got to know. Do you want the backstory? Yeah, go ahead with it. I'm going mute. All right, here go the backstory. All right, y'all jump. Y'all jump to Pharaoh. Pharaoh, we was doing the evolutionary conference. All right, and. Real quick, let me go after the outside. I want to go to when men said he stopped fucking with each other. It, it kind of started outside, right? And I'm going to give you some on that, but I want to talk about that video I did on Star Left. And, and it's called F Fighting Evolution or some shit. And so I'm doing the video. Steady coming in late on high. Shit, you know how niggas in the off week. Laughing and joking, and so this nigga always, you know, he always wants my nigga, which is for me, like nigga, I don't mind sitting back, like I, I don't mind playing my, and it don't matter, yo, but I don't want to fight over the position, right? So I, I don't have a problem with you being steady, cause I'm gonna be up no matter what, I'm gonna be the god killer, yo, and I'm comfortable with my position. But for him, yo, he gotta be the number one nigga and the loudest nigga in the fucking room, no matter what. He got to be the one. Okay, not a problem. But nigga, when I'm doing my presentation, yo, what you can't do, you can't offend me. Because now I'm on the stage and I'm doing my thing and I'm minding my fucking business and I got all the fucking sources. So that's the wrong time to start that shit. The outside shit was cool because we couldn't pull them sources up. But right there while I was at, you offended me, talking shit, and you'll see I answered the phone. Bang. And it was Reggie. Reggie said, yo, that nigga trying to get you, yo. He trying to show up. He said, yo, if, if you let that nigga grandstand on you, you know what I'm saying? I say, he said, niggas will never respect you. I was like, nigga, you ain't got to say less, nigga. I said, I was about to get the nigga. But since you done kicked it off like two minutes quicker than I wanted to, nigga, I said, let me beat this nigga all the way down. And then from that point on, I treated him like a little kid. Like, nigga, you don't know what you're talking about. The same way I saw a guy got yesterday with that crazy shit he was talking about. I just say the same motherfucking way. He talked that Dr. Ben ain't fuck with evolution. I pull up all the Dr. Ben books because I had the sources right there on the screen. Boom, boom, boom. Dr. Ben, then the physical, all that shit. Boom, he couldn't even, he got beat up. From that point on, right, he stopped fucking with me. I never get it. He was like, damn. Okay, now. Fast forward a little bit. We outside. Gozy don't like to talk. I'm going to tell you right now, yo. I got to literally drag this nigga to talk. He just don't like me. He don't like to do it. Right? He a real gentleman. Gozy is a real motherfucking gentleman. I ain't a fucking gentleman when I know we on this stage right here, yo. And we got to make our mark. Right? Some Jetty out there. He real pies. And Gozy out there, he real pies. So who else been out there? Better get it in. He don't mind. We out there getting in there talking about evolution. Um, young Fermo walk up. Sonetta always doing this shit, yo. He always bringing these new niggas. Yo. Now, now, I'm out there speaking because we actually getting paid. We getting paid to go out there and speak. That was part of the package. I'm going to pay you this amount. You got to do this, this, and this. Nigga, I ain't got a problem with that. Pharaoh, he not even in the fucking event, talking real quick and fast, right? 
another thing he rock, and I'm like, nigga, he not rock, and I'm fucking with Malachi Yoke. That's the old shit. It's not the rock. Okay. So we going back and forth. Seti, he really out of his element when we start talking science and shit, but he got a big mouth talking shit. He think young Pharaoh really getting the shit off. So at that moment, yo, he looked at me, he looked at young Pharaoh, and, and he made a business decision, yo. You know what I'm saying? He was like, I agree with all that shit that nigga say. I agree with that nigga. I say, Seti, what part of what this nigga is saying do you agree with? And he started laughing. Uh, 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 some dumb shit like that, right? But he actually made a business decision because he knew that that young nigga had something. I knew the young nigga had something, but I wanted to crush his motherfucking ass out. So when y'all look back, y'all will say, yeah, they really crushed that nigga out. I, I, was, I was playing the long game. I wanted niggas to look back and say, yo. Because at that point, everybody said, oh, you a hater. I'm not sorry, y'all hater. Y'all fucking with the young town. I was like, nope, I'm beating the shit off the young boy so he knows that he can't fuck with us and what we doing. We fuck with signs. He's trying to revive the studio with us. Now, the truth is, the nigga was far more successful than all of us. That's the fucking truth. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I'm not going to act like he wasn't. But when you look back at history, you like, damn. After that nigga fell from grace, y'all can look back on that nigga and say, yo, them niggas beat, don't them beat the brakes off that nigga. That nigga was what he was. He was what them niggas said he was. Nothing. Simple as that. So the whole shit is very interesting, yo. So now y'all know how we do what we do on this motherfucker, yo. We keep the pseudo-wisms in check. Now, Marcus, real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marcus was supposed to finish Teddy off. You never want a young nigga to get you like that. I knew Marcus, right, was 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 actually proficient in the way he was speaking, and I knew that I couldn't keep beating up young Pharaoh. Gotta let the young niggas fight the young niggas because niggas, yo, you just hating on the youth. That's what they try to make a nigga the youth. Marcus actually the youth. He was like uh, sixteen or seventeen, probably sixteen, right? Pharaoh is just a younger nigga, young man, right? Them two was a good match for each other. Y'all need to look at that video when they going in there. he was going to be in New York. Mother said, yo, I'm going, I'm going, Sadie going to be there, yo. I'm going to his lecture, yo. And I'm going uh, 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 to dive in whenever I said, yeah, yo. I said, but take your time. You know what I'm saying? And I said, what I need you to do is I need you to watch Sadie's stage presence. Watch the way he delivered his information. Watch how he do it. Watch how time. I said, the nigga got great time. He know to throw a joke in the motherfucker, yo. I said, watch how he project his voice in certain spots. You know what I'm saying? I said, that's what you need to go do. I said, now, when you get to ask that nigga questions, I say, that's when you're going to get ugly. You say, yeah, I'm going to get him done. So he didn't get a chance to ask him on a lecture, so he went to a place to eat. You know, they treat say like he royalty, all right? I guess he was conscious community royalty at the time. And they got to have their discussion, and the young boy stepped up. And finish them off, yo. It's crazy as shit. You ain't gonna get past evolution with that shitty talk. You 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 never gonna defeat that shit right there, yo. And 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 I think his legacy is fucked up because all he had to do was let it do what it do. Oh, you keep fucking with the science, I'm gonna do this. He didn't have to make that split, but he thought young Pharaoh was gonna be an ally. I mean he thought that him and Pharaoh could actually deal with me because
because because he kind of he looked at me and said, okay, that nigga, that nigga don't want to sit here. Like you, you know, at a certain point, at a certain point, yo, if a nigga don't respect you being beside him, yo, and he want to be three steps ahead of you, or a nigga don't realize, yo, the way a minute, nigga, I'm taking a back seat on purpose, right? Because I know how to play my role. But that don't mean, nigga, I ain't Barry Sanders. Y'all remember how Barry Sanders was actually behind, uh, what's the nigga play in the Hall of Fame for the Cowboys, yo? Emmitt Smith. Barry Sanders, when they went to, uh, what was it? Huh? Where they went? They went to Barry Sanders and, and Emmitt Smith went to the same college. Nah, 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 nah. Barry went to Oklahoma State. Emmitt went to Florida. Nah, you sure? Man, you yeah, tripping. Yeah. You done uh, took your shit. Well, Barry went to Oklahoma yeah, State. you didn't took your story. <laughs> you might be talking about Billy Sims. Yeah, he talking about Billy Exactly. Billy Sims, I think y'all fucking that up. Oh man, I'm Billy going Sims I'm going back on Barry, you. Oh, you Barry fucked Sanders up. I'm a Cowboys fan. They they not fair. I know. Yeah, you 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 fucked up a perfectly good story. You are yeah, you know, my a great yeah, story. Billy Sims. Billy Sims? Now we can't believe none of your yeah, stories. Yeah. Go ahead. Billy Sims is great. Yes, you can. Y'all can see it, nigga. I'm it's saying, college, the, uh, I know what you're talking about, though. I, I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Maybe Barry Word. Maybe he was behind Barry Word. No, y'all got They went to Oklahoma. Billy Sims is a Thurman Thomas player in the same team, right? In college? Oh, I, said, I don't well, know. We can look uh, that up, though, if we need to. Y'all can't be Test to what you're saying. Uh, you are 100% accurate in your assessment of, of his, the way he was acting in the beginning. Because I came to him with something, and yeah, he did the same thing. You know, and I was I was thought that that was just. I'm like, you know, because you know we come from the streets. Like you can't just talk to anybody any kind of way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah. so he 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 act like we didn't come from the streets too. It's kind of saying like what he was saying. We were just trying to show him respect because. You know, he at that time he had he had the ear of the people. You know what I'm saying? Just being honest, we 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 yeah, yeah, real good. We, and I and I will say that that um, Seti has his chronology right. He just be tripping um, with the genetics. He, he just be tripping with the genetics and um, with with the with the language not being deciphered. That's where he went wrong. At in my opinion, I'm a. I'm gonna let you continue on, but that's what I said. Nah, that nigga called the Omex Africans and all kinds. Of nah, oh. hold on. Yeah. All right, so watch this though. All right, anybody fuck with Sadie, no doubt. But his mistake was, yo, you gotta know, you gotta know the limit, and then you gotta know the killers you got around you. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 you know what I'm saying? When I was in Baltimore, yo, I had some serious dudes around me, yo. Right? And even though I was in charge based off my position, based off of, you know, to connect and all that shit, nigga, I knew them niggas would kill her. So I'm not going to offend them, nigga. Like, they, you know what I mean? Like, they respect me. They respect my position. They respect what I can do. But I ain't gonna get, I ain't gonna get for so slick with niggas. You, you get, you get the point of making like we, like at the end of the day we men and we would have to man up on each other. You know what I'm right. saying? I know what they're capable of. They know what I'm capable of. But, but you wouldn't, I wouldn't offend them. The nigga offended me for no reason. Mm-hmm. Nigga, I first of all, I'm not your little brother. I'm actually older than you, nigga. Second of all, nigga, you broke. Nigga, I'm not broke. I don't need none of this shit, nigga. I'm fresh out of Baltimore, nigga. Like, I ain't, I ain't working, nigga, you tripping. I'm good, good, good. So, you doing too much, nigga, and you too slick. And he thought, maybe, that him and Farrell could really get with the Umbrella Squad. And I knew he could. He wasn't built to fuck with the Umbrella Squad, yo. He was built to do what he do, and the Umbrella Squad would always say, if y'all go back to them old shows on Blog Talk, yo, the nigga would come on our platform and would crack slick with niggas. Niggas be like, yo. I'm 10 seconds off of said he ass. That's your man, right? But he too damn slick. That's what you was, right? He always do that. He always got to be the biggest in the room. Matter of fact, I don't even mind him being the biggest in the room. But nigga, leave me the fuck alone and protect that shit on other motherfuckers. Not on your team that's got your back. Because we definitely had the nigga back. At least I did. Right. I can't really speak for a song of them niggas. They... They probably would only go so far. They would, they would pay attention to me, and they would, for the most part, niggas would follow my lead. You know what I'm saying? They would actually follow my fucking lead. They said he just did too much. So like, I ain't never disliked said yo. But when he, but when he cost me money, see, that's the worst, last thing you do for me, nigga. Like, I don't mind shit, and you, but you cost me money, a lot of money, nigga. Oh, then I, then I can't really fuck with you. So them niggas, we, 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 we set up the debate. My job was to counter steady. Meaning, I gotta be, I gotta crack as many jokes. If this nigga crack 10 jokes, I gotta crack 11 jokes. If this nigga say 15 cuss words, I gotta say 20 cuss words. Like, I gotta match his motherfucking energy. Because his, his fucking energy is on high. A saw can't match it. Who else is gonna be there? Me, a saw, the jetty can't match it. You know what I'm saying? I'm fit, I'm a Baltimore nigga. I'm a baby talk that talk. The Nick, we talk so much shit that the nigga got scared. I'm like, yo, we talk that shit. We didn't even be on the phone. I'm like, yo, come on, dog. We, you know, we just, you know what I mean? Just, oh, yo, yeah, nigga. Like, he could, it's like he almost, you know how you run across a bully, but he ain't a real bully? See, a real bully will fight your motherfucking ass. But a nigga that's front like a bully and playing bully, when a nigga, when, when a nigga match him, yo, here, he'll lose it. And so he just wasn't ready for that, yo. He couldn't actually handle, you know what I mean, a person matching his energy. And the shit all fell apart. The niggas ran like bitches, yo. Was that brother name, hold on, uh, was that brother name from Chicago, Dawu or something, brother Dawu? Oh, you know, was that his name? Sound familiar. Yeah, kind of sound familiar. Yeah, that yeah, was his it. name that you was kicking it with. He, you did a show with him before. He used to be a dark-skinned brother. He probably was even darker than you. Man, I'm gonna find that video. And cause I yeah, know him, he's like brother Dawa or something like that. Yeah, I'm still, yeah, I'm I'm still over here trying to remember this cat name, my bad. Yeah. Dawa. Uh, hey, hey, it was crazy though, cause at that time, bro, 
Sinetta had something special because you, Man, you remember y'all did that then. one picture? It was all y'all. It was red, teal, blue, teal. Ah. It was you, Sandy. It was everybody in the picture. Yeah, we was in New York. That was uh, uh that was that thing we was doing. That was that uh. Yeah, so yeah. I, had, so I had something going at that time. You yeah, I can say the music, the movie. About 2015, 2016, around 2015, 2016 was when, probably when Sinetta was at his height. Yeah, yeah, because uh, that video that they were streaming when, um, when, when Farrell pulled that little alien shit out. Oh, yeah, that was crazy. It was like damn near 3,000 motherfuckers watching live. Yeah, that yeah. was the first time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was the first time. This, this is back 2015, 2016. Like this, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. That shit was damn near unheard of. You feel? Right. You, you know, you know, no, it was unheard of. I had never seen numbers like that. I had never. You The young fellow got there after he got there. It was a rap. It was a split. Like the pseudos over here and the people that's fighting against you over there. Right, all the pseudos to the left. You know what? I think that was a moment, yo. That, that, that I, I think I kind of needed that moment because Sonnet had this shit all mixed up. And you remember, I was always fighting Ali Muhammad, always getting them niggas. They 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 pulling out fake degrees. Them niggas just would always be slapped. I could always get them niggas. You know what I'm saying? They, you know, they was top of class. They was always doing some stupid shit, though, right? And y'all remember when Wesley dove in real quick, though? That was before that. Remember Wesley came in, though? Yeah, Wesley Muhammad. Yeah, came in and beat the brakes up. I mean. Yeah, he came in. He came in swinging a big-ass motherfucker. Stick. Yeah, that nigga was sharp when he came in. He, you could tell he, he had that collegiate training. Yeah, yeah. I, I said, the nigga, I said, I said, dang. I said, he coming for me. Said he was scared. Said he had a chance to beat him. That's when I realized that he ain't had no heart like that. Like, nigga, you supposed to throw your shit in the ring and have some heart. So when I seen, when I, when I seen Wesley coming, I said, damn, he's fighting different. Yo, what the fuck is he really doing? And I studied him. I said, oh, he got, first of all, the nigga got a team. I said, all right, I said, let me push them niggas. And really the first thing I called, whether y'all know it or not, uh, was, was motherfucking Ngozi. 
as far as I knew, I knew, I knew I needed Shorty because Shorty was at back then he was prolific. Right. To prolific right. with his speech, the way he enunciated his words, and the way he said big ass scientific words flawlessly. I was like, that nigga right there. Right there. I said, I need that young nigga right there. I was like, I'm not moving without him. Lie to you not. I was like, nope. But I said one thing. He'll have to come in. I said one thing, though. I said, when I ran to him, uh, he came on the show, the Nicky Love show, Nicky Love Punk show, right? And, and he was reading palms. I said, look, nigga, when I call, I said, look, nigga. You cannot read palms, yo. He started laughing at me. I said, I'm serious, yo. <laughs> I said, yo, if you're going to rock with the sign show or you're going to play that crazy ass, read some palms. I ain't doing it. He was like, all right, all right, bro. I'm, we, that, I'm with you. I'm with you. Right? And, 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 and man, shit. And they go, I'm going to spot Ish, uh, Gozi, Sajetti, and Assault. Fucking it, fucking, um, and Gozi ass, because he's young. Imagine how you know he's moving around right now. Back then, he's really moving around. He didn't fucking show up for the first show, right? And whatever the fuck he was doing, he kept doing it for a couple months. Then he got mad when he seen the show. Like, nigga, you asked me first, and I'm not really cussed me out. like, that bullshit, cussed me out. I'm like, all right, nigga. So we cussed each other out. Then I was like, nope. I'm going to fuck with him, though, because I remember my older nigga saying, yo, give me a shot. You know what I'm saying? I'll never forget it. Older nigga gave me a shot and said, I fucked up. He gave me another chance because he seen something in me. Yo, and, and, and I extended that same shit to Ngozi. I was like, nah, I'm going to fuck with Ngozi, yo. So Ngozi came on the show. And, and most of you don't realize this, a lot of the shows, you know what I'm saying, before Smash came on, was just me and Ngozi. Ngozi would show up every motherfucking Sunday. You know what I'm saying? Go back, check them. He would actually be there consistently. You know, Saul would be sporadic, right? But he was, you know, it, it took a while for Saul to say, say the name. You know what I'm saying? Wuja came way later on, and Sadetti was always solid there. You know, and then Ish, and then we fell out with Ish because he went to Muslim. Then we had to put the rule book in. You can't be a Muslim Christian or Jew. That fucked it up. And, you know, as we travel through time, yo, I mean, we here right now in this situation now where, where, where your African religion ain't going to save you. It's been a long right. road. It's been a long road. Y'all been watching. And, and and guess what? Like, like no shit. A lot of you not. I couldn't just say, fuck African religion eight, ten years ago. Niggas wouldn't have listened. I could barely say evolution back then. They was, they was like tripping. So it had to be a progression to get there, yo. Now I think we got enough people that we need to do our broadcast better, a lot tighten shit up. But yeah, our community is definitely ready, you know, to be scientific, yo. And still remember who the fuck they is. You know what I'm saying? We, we it's definitely that time. It's that time. And my man Gullah, niggas don't know Gullah. You know what I'm saying? That nigga was a, it was a young prototype. Like young niggas talking shit, always fucking with me. I'm like Gullah, why you always fucking with me? Cause I'm saying, yo, look at this OG. I'm saying, yo, you you missing this part right now? Nah, nah. He he was like the first thing nigga. He say, nah, yo, them them African kings. They wasn't necessarily. They wasn't Christian like that, yo. They be doing it for trade. What you talking about? You say, look at the Ottoman Empire. Look at this. Look at the He was that type shit, yo. This nigga was prolific with Wikipedia back then. Prolific with the shit. Motherfuckers don't know that about Bella, yo. Like, prolific, and the nigga always had the backstory 
know what I'm saying? What they have control. So yeah, I've been fortunate just to have intelligent people. You know, I mean, damn, I could just go on and on and on with this with the document. Yeah, like, shout out the document out, man. You know, she got that program going now, man. You know that program. Yeah, that shit is is, is actually uh, getting young young kids, bottom daughters, women, and I mean not women but children, male and female. Uh, you know, fucking with science of religion. Yeah, they got the program where they're going, where she actually hire her students, right? Because she's a professor, Morgan State. So her students actually teach uh, the youngins in Baltimore City, scientific literacy, yo. So, so that's where we at, man. She bring me in. You know what I mean? I get a nice little check. You feel me? And it's a beautiful thing, yo, to see how scientific literacy has, uh, you know, permeated this community, man. And, you know, shout out to Psychopathias. I said, right, yo, yeah, shout out to him, man, and, and keeping that going. And shout out to everybody, yeah, I mean, especially the pseudo killers, man. I think that's a, you know, that's a good show for y'all right there. It's a good show for everybody to, you know, bring your, but glad they had a circle, bring your weapons, goddammit. Yeah, I mean, leave your feelings at the door, bring your weapons. But look, but I, I just think it's great, yo, that we can look at the James Webb right now and, and, and just see how it's changed. I think it was Van saying, Man, nigga, nigga, you could be wrong in three months. <laughs> you can say something now, and three months later, you'd be wrong. But that's the story I'm sticking to, nigga. Yeah, don't fuck it up, James. Fuck the story up, James. James still trying to find that dude from Chicago. He said, he said, you that woo, but what's wrong with I'm trying to? He was a, he was a Hebrew, right? Ah, I have no idea. I don't know, but yeah, but we here now though, yo. We got you got you got Chevanel, you got Sosa, you got King Socio, you got Brendan, yo, you got Van, you got Kent. Yeah. Oh, yeah man. man, you got man, Melvin, you got Shout out CK, man. CK, get well CK. soon, CK. Yeah, yeah for sure. CK in the hospital. Oh, you <laughs> funny as shit, yo. You wild. See. <laughs> CK wild and <laughs> shit, man. She been, man, yeah, she CK rocked, got me on ice. CK, I did not destroy the server. Okay, I'm going to say it again. I don't know why you mad at me. I did not destroy the server. Hey, what'd you do, Chef? It was that goddamn uh, British dude, man. What do you mean? Um, he went and deleted everything out of our Discord. Uh, what's his <clears throat> name? Oh, man. My bad, Fitz. 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 Yeah, uh, <laughs> Fitz deleted probably 2,000 books. Who How? deletes 2,000 uh, books? How? What? Yeah, he fucked yeah, up the whole yeah, I, think, I think he was a Hebrew, huh? Oh. Yeah, he was a Hebrew. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out to Malcolm, yo, Pseudo Killer Fisher. He was a Hebrew. But yeah, but, but that's all right. You know, and, and I appreciate CK because she actually built that server. We just didn't get around to it too right about now. See, sometimes you build shit and it don't it don't happen when you want it to happen. It happens when niggas get to it, yo. Right. And it's just so happy we ready to get to it. So let me let, let me tell you about what I learned about situations like this. The shit got erased. That's okay. We can start it back up again. Get it organized the way we really need to have it organized. You can't let that be the punch to knock you out, yo. Right. If we actually doing this for the people. CK can't, she cannot let that knock her out. <laughs> it was a lot of work, yo. Now we can categorize shit. We can have 
the oldies but goodies, that section with Jeffs and all them, you know what I mean? Retired. The retired oldie but goodies section. If you want to go back to the archives, to the oldie but goodies, we can do that. We got the scientific literature. We got the evolution shit. We can actually break shit down and really get it what we want. But CK gotta be willing to do that again, yo. But you can't you can't let that stop you. Yo. You, you you just gotta imagine that uh kids put that video in there. Everybody know Blue Pill and Real Pill. Man, them niggas getting like a hundred thousand views down on his channel just rocking because now consciousness, the pseudo shit is now mainstream for real, yo. When everybody else is looking at the James Webb. The conscious community has infected the African-American community, yo. And you know what I'm saying? I've always wanted to be ready for that, yo. So I think, no, I know that the pseudo killers is, is best fit for that job now, right? You that I actually deal with the African-Americans and their pseudoism, Joe. Yeah, we fit for that. CK ain't gonna start with that server. That's her little baby. That's a that's yeah, my yeah. baby. She's she's way ahead of her time with on on the serving shit. We need, to, we, 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 need to, we need to come out. Together. We need to come out with our own non pseudo version of hidden colors, like a, like our version though. You know what I'm saying? That's what kind of fuck the community of the hidden colors shit. Oh we, my yeah, god, yeah. hidden colors. We we a lot of bullshit. Yeah, we need we need to come out with our version though. You know what I'm saying? The correct. Hey, shit. no, you know I was saying too that because uh this channel should be way bigger. You know, y'all, uh, chef and y'all, y'all do a good job of like, you know, getting y'all, uh, you know, going live and stuff. But I was, I was in the chat. I even be saying like, y'all should make clips. You know how like, cause you know how sometimes we be on for like two, three hours. What y'all should do is go back and clip it and put it on TikTok and on uh, YouTube. It's a good yeah, idea. Yeah, that's our TikTok. That's our TikTok kill. Cause it just clips. It's clips. You yeah, watch, you gotta watch it more than one time. Cause you got exactly. Cause you got to, every everybody got a, sh a short tension span right now. You yeah. feel me? Everything is. That's why even if you listen to music right now, all the songs it's like two minutes now. It ain't no more three minute songs. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. You a good point. See, that's why we yeah, need yo, younger people around. Because you know I'm getting a little older. Trust me. Like nah, chef, you do a good job though, bro. Yeah, I appreciate it, but see, I'm not even in the TikTok, right? As mm -hmm. far as far as I go is Instagram, and I don't even <laughs> right, post right. on there. I just scroll <laughs> once a day and I get out of there. You yeah, I, I don't have none. Of, all, all I got is a business page. I, I don't even. I'm not even on here at all. Yeah, I know because my damn daughter. Because every time she got damn play something, you know, I hear it 15 times, 20 seconds. You know what I mean? And back again and back again. Like you know what I mean? Hey, 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 Gala, you, you're a little, uh, you know, just knows you're a little bit behind on the head, on the head and colors, nigga. Sorry, we got somebody <laughs> writing this shit up and working on this shit for the last two years, yo. That shit gotta be crispy. It's gonna take money, though, yo. That nigga made that first one about, what you, about 50,000? Shit. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. That nigga got like five of them. <laughs> that, first first one, that nigga yeah. with nothing but a goddamn backdrop in the goddamn room. Yeah, he raised the money, but the movie wasn't fit. Hey, 
AQ was wrong about Kaba. Kaba, Kaba, you know what I'm saying? He ain't that pseudo, bro. Like, even back then, I had I got an old video of Kaba. He talking he's about evolution now, and shit. Bro. He's yeah, he, 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 he talking about evolution. Man, him, I ain't listening to niggas just no, talking no. shit about motherfuckers. Yo. You know, you nigga can't move me. Nigga. Yeah, 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 he's pseudo. He's pseudo, but I'm saying he he open to new ideas and shit. Like, if, if one of us come to him, he'll, he'll listen to it. Shit. Yeah, like, I, 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 I he not like Phil Valentine, bro. Y'all got to show me. No, I, I, heard, I heard some old shit where he was like, uh, he was trying to break. He was trying to break down evolution. He was like, "Yeah, he's like, y'all got to deal with this." Like, he was like, "One, he's like, he was like a long time ago." You know what I'm saying? Gorillas ruled the earth. <laughs> That's probably for me because David Imhotep, even though he's pseudo, he still you know follows evolution. You feel me? So you know what I mean? He just pseudo on his and his, his yeah, and his own the way. Yeah, but if you put yeah. man in 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 in, in America's hundred thousand years, you got to be working with some. You know, elementary, at least elementary level evolutionary concept. Nah, he yeah. going with the money, yo. He going with the bread right now. Yo. He ain't fucking that. <laughs> Kyber got a nice audience, yo. I mean, he get about 1500 to do a little thing. Yeah. I fuck with him, yo. I mean, I mean we hey, had hey, hey, chef. Middle, middle floor fight, though. Hey, well, I was going to tell you, chef, you know what y'all should do, too? Y'all should make a pseudo killer's uh, clip uh, page. Where you make, where you go back through the show, right? All the funny parts of the show, all the good arguments of the show, and you make clips of it, and that that could be a whole nother page. I could oh, be a whole nother channel. Yeah, what page? Clips of the pseudo killers. You could do that yeah. with the real black atheists too. Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, uh, Doctor Clark, Doctor Clark was good. You know, what I'm saying kind of supporting the evolution a little bit too. He kind of co-signed, even even though that book was was pseudo, the Iceman and Heritage shit. Kind of co-signed. He co-signed. He, co he, he, no, he wrote a forward in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he wrote a forward in there, but that yeah, Iceman yeah. inheritance, it build, it builds off of um, Diop's uh, two yeah, cradle Diop's third. Yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah. I would knock somebody like John Henry Clark, not necessarily be up on evolution. That's just like, like in his infancy when he's a goddamn young man. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah he's more into you know just you know, just pure history. Yeah, he and he more yeah, yeah. just straight up history yeah. shit. Yeah. Straight historian. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they the only niggas I can fuck with though, yo. That's why I that's why I can't can't Google so hard on it because they get me to this stage. Without them, I'm running around the Mar Marburg Bush with the pseudo shit. They made me see what pseudo was. You know what I'm saying? They made me want to use the fucking word. Like, okay, I see the difference. Yeah, it was they, it was Clark that, that that taught me. He said, he said, he said, learn the history of your, your oppressors first. You know what I'm saying? Learn mm -hmm. that white man history shit first. Because you know, African history is just the missing pages of the world history anyway. So that's he I always kept that shit with me. You know what I'm saying? Before I found the conscious community, like I said, I was already, already Hancock and ancient aliens. So when I was <laughs> oh, talking to me and I heard them niggas talking that Elohim, Elohim and all the crazy shit, I'm like, oh, I already heard this shit, nigga. Oh. Like, I know this. I don't got past this bullshit. This <laughs> oh, yeah, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, a big rabbit hole. We, you know, what I mean, climbing out of. Um, Sean and them made a joke about it when I said, "Yo, you know, everybody is, you know." Come from uh, pseudo, pseudo, uh, you know, beginnings, you know. And I, I, I said, yo, you know, when I was on Kofi's back then, I said, yo, we are all working out our pseudoisms. And Sean jumped on in, 
he made a clip about it, like yeah. you know, it was something wrong. No, motherfucker, I'm admitting the truth. You know what I mean? Yo, you know how many pseudoisms you have in your head that you deal with on a regular daily basis, right? I still don't split a pole, right? I still don't let a broom touch my foot, right? <laughs> like, it's, it's just, the, the shit is just so deep ingrained in me. I don't think nothing bad will happen to me, right? I got enough sense to know nothing bad won't happen. Uh, to me, but I still um, take those precautions, right? And somebody, and I work in a barbershop, so people always sweeping up. Nigga, if you touch my foot with that broom, right, you might as well throw that broom away because I'm spitting on it. <laughs> Flat out. You feel me? <laughs> Yeah, that's 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 that's, that's, that's West Af- that's West African shit. That's just that's just your voodooism, bro. That's your yeah, my grandmother Ooh. ain't play with that, nigga. Somebody, yo, don't don't sweep my feet. I don't even know what I don't even know what happened to. I don't even know the root that it'll put on you. But nigga, that shit been beat in my don't, head. Don't 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 split no poles, bro. Don't, oh, don't split no poles. Don't split no poles. That mean don't sweep Hell my feet. Nah, <laughs> that mean no bird better not fly in your house. If a bird fly yeah. in your house, somebody gonna die. Like nigga, I. <laughs> Yeah, Baltimore, Maryland, them street show. Nigga, we never split no, you couldn't split no pole. Yeah, somebody nigga, gonna get trouble. shot. You, yeah, you breaking a cypher, nigga. You, you, you splitting the energy, whatever the fuck we was doing. Yeah. Nigga, don't do it. We never split no pole, yo. You split a pole, motherfucking couple hours later, your homeboy get shot. Like, what the yeah. fuck happened? Nigga, split that pole. Split that <laughs> pole, nigga. <laughs> it ain't got nothing to do with the niggas been looking for him for a whole month. Nah, he split the pole. <laughs> Split the pole, what happened, nigga? The pole guard came and got No, nah, he ran off with them niggas' money. That's what happened. And they caught up with his dirty nigga, ass, but... Um, nigga split the pole and caught an undercover sale. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, it's, it's definitely, you know, like I said, we're all working out our pseudoisms, right? Um, you know, when we have our, our conversations in the back, we always ask each other questions, right? And then we like, damn, I thought that too. You feel me? So that that's what that's what happens. You know what I mean? And a lot of information that we took in over the years, um, you know, is getting imp- uh, improved upon with um new information. So a lot of the stuff that we're calling pseudo is uh really outdated information. Um so again, we're all working out our pseudoisms, even though outdated information we call that pseudo also. So, yeah, I mean, during the course of them years, you're taking so much pseudo information, you can't account for all that shit. You know what I'm saying? It's only till a topic is brought up and you're like, yo, I thought that. Then you realize, yo, I ain't never really vet that. You know what I'm saying? Like, let me look and see if this shit I thought was. They'd be like, oh, hell no. John Hanson was the first president. Because he made so many claims at one time. It was like an overload of pseudoism. The first president president was black. His name was John Hanson. Yeah, yeah, if you was around in brought, the nineties, dude that brought karate to uh, Japan, look at that dude. He looked like Lionel Richie. Exactly. 
Uh, if you was around in the nineties, you heard all of these things. And yeah, if you yeah. was young, like I was, half of the shit you didn't even question. Yeah. You just took it in like, damn, oh. I didn't know that. Right? And yeah. especially if you talking to a lot of dudes that spent time in jail, right? When they come home, they dropping shit on you. You know, you sitting up under these dudes, soaking that information up like a sponge. Right? And yeah. you think you got some Oh my dope. God, jail is the king of pseudo Right, you think you got some new shit, right? Because the old heads that, that then did 15 years in jail is now sitting out there schooling y'all. Right, so you sitting out there with them, and they telling you a bunch of information, right, that you never heard before, and you running with that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, we all we all believed in Illuminati at one point, John. All that you feel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all no, that. hey, all our grandmothers was Indian. All of them. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's why I push back on that shit so hard. Yeah. We all heard that same story. Wait a minute, nigga. The Blackfoot, yo. I thought I was Blackfoot in it for a long time. See? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and that's the crazy one, because you know, even if, even the black people that's that do got a little native man, that, that Blackfoot wouldn't even be the one. You know, them niggas all in uh Montana. And Minnesota, shit. yeah. <laughs> Way up north. Hey, they just chose it because they said black. It had black in it. Mm-hmm. Crazy. That's crazy. Where you at, James? <laughs> yeah, ain't nothing I heard. Yeah, everything that was in that um hidden color was all like I it wasn't nothing that I heard that was brand new. Like I heard I well, except for the karate shit being transported together. That shit was like some a new pseudo new pseudo spill that I was like, what the hell? I hadn't heard the uh I, I think I, I hadn't heard the uh that nigga was uh Phil Valor with time was like uh I think he was saying Montezuma was Abu Abu Bakari or some shit like that. You know what I'm He was saying Montezuma was African ruler. No, no, that nigga said Montezuma was Mansa Musa and Mansa shit. Musa. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even Dang. worse. Who said that? Phil Valentine. Dang, he a bad motherfucker. He's pseudo as fuck. He's pseudo. <laughs> then they had they had KRS one pseudo ass on there. He was someone pseudo shit too. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought yeah, he's pseudo. Nigga used to think KRS one was driving that straight. I know, I know, yo. Here you go, KRS one. Yeah. yeah. Had me. No, he, he he was the one that sold me as a youth on the goddamn. Uh, black Egyptian and Moses being black and all that. Why is that? Yeah, that why is that yeah, shit? Yeah, yeah. Why like, is yeah, that? that? The that library. The yeah. well, I know the song, yo. He said the library, the place where they bury all the lies. KRS One used to kick that shit. Like I'm yeah. telling you, <laughs> that shit sound good. That shit sound good as hell. Shit Shit. A vegetarian, no goat, no pork or hamburger. Cause that's suicide, self murder. I just get back to what they call hip hop. And what they, what you see, what is it? DJ Scott LaRock. Yeah, I think very deep. What that's I think very deeply. What? <laughs> Yo, y'all know what his yeah, name stands for, right? Uh, the police. Whoop, whoop. Knowledge reigns supreme over nearly everyone. Watch this. If you say if you sing the first letters of what I just sung or what I just sung, it spells my name KRS One. 
That nigga say knowledge reigns supreme over nearly everyone. If you sing the first letters of what I just sung, it spells my name K R S one. That nigga used to rock off beat, yo. He the first nigga rock off beat. Yeah, yeah. It's trash, it's trash. Now, can I believe it? That was my man, yo. Criminal minded. Yeah, K R S one. I hate that motherfucker. Yeah, K R S one. Nah, he phony. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he's still my top rapper though. One of my top rappers. Like, you know that? That's crazy. When when that shit was dropping, niggas didn't really have <laughs> no knowledge. Like if you ain't in New York, like a nigga in, in the South like in Charleston, I'm hearing you know Rakim and Wu Tang Clan. Like you're not up on the the five percent. Five percent, yeah. You don't even like you know the rhymes sound good when you go back and listen to it now. Horrible. You hear all that shit. You're like, God damn, like it's all five percent. <laughs> you know up in here. Yeah, yeah. All five percent. Yeah, yeah, it was five percenters. Was uh, uh hip hop was infested with five percenters in the eighties, nineties. Yeah, no, they was they, they was really infested with the Malachi York shit. Y'all do know that though, right? Yeah, I know you had a little. Yeah, some of that was up in there too. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, a lot of it. Hip hop. It was actually the you, you know Jay Z, Jazzo, right? Y'all ever seen Jay Z first video? <laughs> You were doing a with jazz, like yeah, he was with jazz, oh yeah, and you know he yeah, had we the, had the grill, he had the gold teeth and the shit, and the colorful shirts, and the piece they, on. They yeah, they ain't have a one. big influence like um the five percenters though. Um, that dude. ain't even shit. If they did, come on, yo. No, no, I'm no, not saying it wasn't no um Malachi no. Yorkites in hip hop that was very influential, but it's not on the level of the five percenters, mm. yo. You hear people like, nah, hold on. You hear people like, uh, oh god, what's his name, yo? I, damn, shit. When I say his yeah, name, yeah, Cameron and them used to fuck with Cameron and them. Thank you, bro. Thank you. Cameron and them. He had them in the whole Harlem fucking with the Cameron way yeah. later. That's way later. Oh um, man, we just trying I, to y'all. No, no, Cameron been out for a long time, bro. Yeah, we talking about Cameron. Like '96. 95, 96, yeah. All right, well, let me ask y'all this. York shit was beating up all the 5% shit. Hold on. Other other than y'all, right, who know that, right, or who know the the, the, the intricacies of that, I'm saying that the 5% knowledge was pushed in hip-hop, and they wore the symbols, and they talked about it. It was more well-known that these motherfuckers was 5%ers than these other, than... Cameron and them being New Wapians. Like, you're yeah. telling me Cameron nah, right. is a, is a New right. Wapian yeah, yeah. is new to I me. I mean, Wu Tang, that whole shit is fabulous. They, exactly. Wu Tang is a group punk, so you got that shit split up the Method Man, Except the Ghostface, they do solo projects. And was all all the Wu Tang was five percent except for Killer Priest. He's a Hebrew. Yeah. Well, I'm talking about Rakim was yeah, five percent. Yeah, five percent. Yeah, you see it on the. Yeah, screen. I mean, he the one that had that fly ass jacket with the five percent on. Yeah, he had a chain. I think he had a chain with the same. Yeah, five. Um, Rakim. Yeah, yeah, he always had seven on him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yo. All them niggas was five percent, and they and it was I'm well known. Big Daddy, on, Big Daddy, Big Daddy Kane was Big a five percent. All of them. Yeah. So you telling me Cameron was a new Wapian? I just heard that for the first time. Cameron was a new Wapian? Yeah, see, see? 
I just heard that for the first time. Nah, I, I don't know if he was a Nuwakian, but he was linked in with uh, Melakai for sure. He even said his name in a couple of his songs. First time oh, yeah, I ever yeah, heard he that. His songs, you hear the shit. There's a lot of them that said in their songs. First time I heard this shit beat all that up. That's the point, though. See, that's the point y'all missing. Yeah, you might have a five percent, but it wasn't. It ain't had shit on that. It ain't had shit. Five percent was the New York shit. The New Wapian shit was worldwide, nigga. That's two separate things you talking about. We right? talking about, about in hip hop. No, we was talking about their influence in hip hop. Hip hop. Yeah, because I was five percent. Five percent had way more yeah, influence know in hip hop. No, you hit the doctrine. Huh? So no, it wasn't. They wasn't saying. When you go back and listen to it down, because like not too long ago, I recently listened to the whole. I, I watched the damn Wu Tang documentary and fucked around just listened to the whole Wu Tang shit all over again. Went to look a Wu Tang rabbit hole and shit. And this was I love Wu Tang though, yo. Five percent. I love Wu Tang. Yeah, it was crazy. I love like they rhymes though. I know they rhyme. I listen. A A B right. money. I never even heard a jazz old song. So doesn't Jay Z on it, nigga. I never heard. Yeah. I never heard Joe Music. Go play. Go play. Go go play. He's not important. He's not important. Jay Z. No Jazz Z. No, no, he was Jay Z and Jazz O. They kicking me whopping. That's the one I say again. Back Jay-Z. then, they wasn't even popping. Before Jay-Z was Jay-Z, that was when he first came out. Yeah, yeah. he wasn't popping. Hold on, when did, Jay- when did Jay-Z kick the no album shit? When he was fast rapping? Oh, nigga, what do you go listen to the song? Oh, these niggas lying to you, so so they lying to you. Yeah, he's talking about when he first came out. You know, he's yeah, I remember, but they wasn't that big. I mean, Jazz wasn't that they wasn't. I ain't saying it was that big. I'm not saying y'all missing. So, who else, though? Who else? Who else? Man, everybody kicked the new YP. Everybody, man, just tell me who else. I I can't say it like it's so many songs you just hear. You gotta know the doc. If you know the doctrine, then you know. You don't know the artist. I can't explain it, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, what artist? What artist? Man, all hip hop had wapinism. Oh, <laughs> yeah, God. nigga, I'm trying to tell you, I ain't just making that you shit up. Nigga, all of them, nigga. You man. just made yeah. all man, you, of them. You had to, yo. So, who, so you, you know, saying you're saying Wu Tang? Right? You saying Wu Tang had some new wapin shit? Yeah, because they would get No, the new wapo smash that shit out. I never knew what new wapin was until I met you, um. Oh, that okay. Then you just talk shit. That no, I'm just being. Then you don't know. <laughs> I don't even know. Look, I don't even know how Unk got caught up in that shit. Like it's crazy to me. I used to see them crazy ass books. There's the presence out in New York and Atlanta. Yeah, I used to see those books, right? And he used to have them funny looking pe- black people on there <laughs> with big eyes and shit. It something, wasn't that, yo. Something told me to stay away from that type shit. No, it looked no. That book, that book pamphlet made it to South Carolina probably by late 99. My cousin brought it with me. Brought it, with, brought it to me and shit. He's like, yo, they're kicking that like he got some real knowledge. I took that shit and threw that shit in the trash. I'm like, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, hold on. All I'm going to tell you is y'all talking shit right now. Imagine a nigga looking at a video and it's breaking down the Bible. And I'm going to tell you the first thing I heard. When you read Cain and Abel's story, right? And Cain get kicked out the fucking God. Y'all remember that, right? Where, where they give yeah. God an offering? Yeah, that was already for me on it. Yeah. All right. And then, and then he was like, Cain, well, Cain slew Abel, right? Cain say, don't throw me out. 
because the people going to kill me yeah, when they see be, me. Yeah, it's supposed to be the only one there. Yeah, right. Yo, reading the Bible saying, yo, ain't nobody know you. What you mean? I thought it was Adam and Eve. And Cain and Abel, you mean it was more people in the land of Nod? He used to bring out them little small points, right? I came oh, in on God. it. Nuwapinism was the atheism. So, so the whole thing was beating up Islam, Christianity, Judaism. Like, that's what it was to beat up all yeah. that shit. Did you have it's cable the back then, though? You say what? Did you have cable TV back then? Did I have cable? Yeah, we had cable. Yo, it was. It used to be a show on A and E that used to talk about all of that. Yeah, that was hard for me with all that. Shit. Yeah, it was called Mysteries of the I Bible. Was like, I was like the Bible shit. Yeah, the did a question yeah. for it, but when I saw the drawings of some aliens that was supposed to be in the Earth, I'm like, fuck out of here, bro. Yeah, all, all of <laughs> that, that niggas stuff. Niggas living in the interior of the Earth. Like, all they good talkers though. They good talkers. I see how they suck people. Nigga, I'm saying I all of that stuff you. was already in the white community, and it was on TV. Yes, it was. Yes, Listen, right. that's different. Now you make the difference. My, my favorite no. show with goddamn Discovery. That's why I was, yeah, A and E mysteries of the Bible. Yeah, and that's why I kind of got sucked into when the age of alien shit. I'm thinking like, yeah, all of that. what the fuck happened to A and E, man? Why they start doing that pseudo ass shit? Y'all remember that my uh, mockumentary like the mermaids and everything else and yeah. the dragon? Oh, that that mermaid That shit was real. That 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 first mermaid shit scared the fuck out of me. I ain't gonna lie. I, yeah, all I want <laughs> is channel all day. Yeah, they thought it was real because of, because of the channel was on. They thought yeah. it was real. Yeah, and then late night. Y'all ain't seen man, the one with the dragon? That shit was on the History Channel. Yeah, and the History Channel. And then mm -hmm. sometimes they might do Egypt week on that motherfucker. Just rock out all Egypt all day. Yeah, so uh, A and E, the History Channel, all of that shit that the Nuwapians was uh, pushing, uh, what uh, Man, the Garden of Eden and all, they talked about that shit in the nineties. You know, A and E oh, and the History they Channel, still, they still got that bullshit. They got they got the the, the, the unsolved mysteries and shit out now with, with uh, and dude, on Christmas, dude, Captain Kirk, the motherfucker hosting it. Listen, and on Christmas Listen, they would man. do like the Egypt uh, Jesus shit. Yeah, Breaking man, down the come whole on, shit. man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah Malachi <laughs> could have never got me, man. Yeah. Fuck, I, I had cable. You, I had cable. I don't know. that got cable, yo. Man, man, so hold on, no. this would y'all mess up. This would y'all. I think. Nigga, I had funny, cable. <laughs> Let me look. Look, this how you can tell a nigga be tripping. Watch this. So I actually never sat down and talked to Malachi York. Like we never had a conversation like this. So I never looked at him as being no more than a nigga. And put together a good package of books. I had a brother. I might bring him on one day. Brother, brother Bun. Right, he was college educated. Right now, he's teaching the school system. So I would go to All Eyes on Egypt bookstore. Right, every damn day. You know what I'm saying? When I first came from Baltimore, I go down there every day on Auburn Avenue, get the Jamaican food, sit in the bookstore, and rap to him. Watch the fine ass women come in. That's that's that that's where I get my new optimism from. I ain't get it uh, following York. And so, if a new book would come out, right, they would say, uh, "Um, yo, don't get that book." Why not? He said all the rest of the books is mixed in. Don't don't you don't gotta get that. Just stay right here. So he kept me abreast. He said, look at John Henry Clark, Chicken Diaz. With other people in the tab and the shit like that, be like, yo, only read Malachi your books. So really, this dude just kind of kept me narrow. You know what I'm saying? Kept me on the straight and narrow and just kind of helped me, you know, get real familiar 
with other shit more than that. So I never was a nigga. Plus, nigga, remember, I'm coming from Baltimore. I'm, I'm stacked all the way up. So I'm not understanding how niggas could live on the land and be broke. I go up there, get a nigga some money, because I'm thinking about the broke niggas. Anybody lived on the land was broke. He was living in a half. He was living in conditions that I would never do. So if a nigga said he lived on the land, it was broke. Struggling. Struggling for food. It was crazy. Right? That's why I buy books for, you know, from the brothers up there. You know what I mean? Try to help them out. But that was, I would never. I would never. What? So, yeah, I never did none of that. I never understood none of that. So, you know what I mean? Like, it, it was a lot of women. I don't know what y'all talking about, dog. Like, y'all tripping. You you talking about some 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 spooked out women? Hey, hey that boy, hey, hey that boy, Wu, that boy Wuja was with them to the wheels fell down. Nigga, <laughs> <the> top member. <laughs> yeah, he was the leader when Malachi um went to jail. <laughs> he go ahead about your business. Yeah, that's don't crazy. Look, look, don't I'm don't do I go. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I couldn't even, you know what, though, Ugg? I couldn't even see you getting off into something like that. I can't. You know, getting tricked into that like that. That's it. Yeah, I didn't get tricked into it, nigga. I told you it came on the atheist shit. I ain't do all that. I ain't believe no alien shit. You do come with an atheist type, yeah, with atheist rhetoric or whatever. Like a lot of these talking points are atheist talking points. But but, um, what what was the day that snapped you out of it? The day the nigga got locked up. I was like, oh, <laughs> I could have stayed in Baltimore for the feds to run up on this motherfucker. Not doing that. Yeah, and yeah. then I'm not like, like, really? Like, come on, dude. You get locked up for doing what? Man, look, the mother of my children say, yo, so check this out. Would you trust that man up there with your kids? I'm like, nope. I've never been back again. You only had to ask the question one time. I'm gonna always pick my kids. And I, I just wasn't built like that. Even when I was in the lodge and all that shit, I would literally be ready to fight niggas because they telling me that Malachi York knew everything. Like, I don't understand that. I come from an environment where we all take our chance at knowing something, where it's just not, not just one nigga. So to hear that was odd, right? To hear that I couldn't read nothing else was odd, right? Like, it's just some shit is odd. And, and plus, most niggas found that shit was broke. I hung with the niggas that, that wasn't broke, that that, that, that that had some decent jobs, whatever the fuck. They was intelligent. I always be, I'm going to always be around intelligent niggas, even in that. So none of the niggas I hung with would ever live on the land. We, we fuck with the reading. We fuck with the books. It was really the reading and the studying, right? But we never got that deep into it like that. And we end up breaking off doing our own shit in the meanwhile, too. So, you know. But no, nah, nigga, you ain't see me running around like that, dressed like no nut. Never would, nigga. No. Uh, just yeah, 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 yeah. Early yeah, I nine, nine, 2000, yeah. I was just getting into in Atlanta. Hey, when they hear stories about uh, we hear like, stories about the niggas out there on the goddamn land. Sometimes. Oh, so y'all remember the nigga? Y'all, y'all remember the nigga, the hobo herbalist? They used to take shrubs and weeds from the ghetto and shit, and somebody so you making healing shit. <laughs> Who's that? He was some old pseudo nigga back in the day. They called nigga the hobo herbalist, bro, in New York and shit. Nigga would take like weeds and shit from the ghetto in New York and shit, try to make some supplements. He had motherfuckers following him and everything. What's the name used to do that? Um, I seen Polite do a video where this nigga grabbed some grass next to the The projects and made some tea out of it. 
You know yeah, the little, them little yellow nigga, flowers. That nigga, that, that nigga married that, that nigga married uh Phil Valentine and his wife and shit. Who? The, the hobo okay. herbalist nigga. Oh no, I'm saying polite is a video. If y'all go look, he grabbed like some some what's them look them little yellow plants that be like coming out the concrete sometimes. Mm-hmm. What they call? Man, I mean, this this is like I'm saying. Up. I can't. I think they call dandy dandelions. Dandelions, dandelions. Yeah, the little yellow sunflower with looking little little joints. Yo, grabbed a bunch of these, went in the house and boiled them, and made some tea out of it, and drunk that shit. I said, this nigga crazy. It fucked me up when um. When I found out, you know, like Discovery Channel, like, like they would play pseudo shit, bro. Like that shit kind of fucked me up. You know, I, I I looked at that like, I thought that was like a standard. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because you had the other channel. It is this a standard. Supposed, what do you? This is supposed to be like you are pure. <laughs> he talking about I thought it was the standard. Nah, it is nah, a standard. Nah, I'm saying like you These know because motherfuckers been lying the whole hold on, time. Hold on, hold on. No, I'm just saying like when so when you get there's different segments of channel. So when you get to like History Channel and. The Discovery Channel, I just assumed that everything was in the bounds of, you know what I mean, of a, you know, methodology that was sound, you know what I mean? So it, it was up to date, current information. You didn't think that, you even know, the, even the ancient alien show, up. you thought that was real too? Yeah, at the time, I believe that. <laughs> I was into the ancient alien shit at that time, bro. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't about, it, you know, the whole thing with ancient aliens is not that you believe the shit, it's the mystery of it all. Could, you know what I'm saying? The awe of shit you just don't like. Oh, that shit, dude, that's yeah. crazy. Man, I never believed that. When what I, about? I was already historically aware when that oh, shit. No, came no, out. yeah, I was. No, I was into this. You got caught up in the cryptozoology? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, man. Come on, man. The Bigfoot and all that. Old, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that dude had. He's have a little show. He's a rock out. You know what I'm saying? Uh yeah yeah. Uh, was it finding Bigfoot or whatever? Yeah, lock next monster and all type. Yeah. I mean, like back in the day, though, those are like major, like the uh, this Bigfoot shit would come on like regular TV. Those was like main major events. New yeah, Bigfoot. Shit. And they get you caught up. <clears throat> they get you caught up because they come from scientific aspect and shit. So yeah, yeah. I mean, when they, I mean, when they did the uh, alien autopsy on TV and shit. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, I tell you, yeah. yeah, I don't yeah, trust no new YBNs. Went down that, yeah. Oh, no, no, nah, nah, you can't do it. Went down that type of uh, yeah, these you go be, be in the city and shit with them sidelines, yo, yo, chef, you got your thing messed up because we can't see it on the back side of it. Look at this, nigga. Mm-hmm. Look at this, nigga. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he looked like that when you met him, huh? That moment, look, he slide like he knew he could slide out right now. Just slide off to the side with him. Things around, so. it was like a temptation, man. This nigga hey, look, look, look like you know, Vampire like, in Brooklyn. Yeah, a lot of them cult leaders be having like musical backgrounds and shit. Yeah, this nigga got a whole album. Yeah, he yo. dropped the album. Yeah, he dropped the album. It looking like Farrakhan, like Farrakhan, straight to the guy. There you go. Hey. Used to be a performer. Man, yeah, but the question crazy. is, what's wrong with us? 
Like, how the, how the hell do you just follow? I mean, even um, recently as polite, like, how do these people uh, mesmerize the masses like that? Like, I mean, what's up with that? Good talkers. Yeah, you thinking nigga got some type of superior intelligence that you ain't got? You know what I mean? Nigga yeah, I blame in. that on the miseducation of, of, of the school oh. system and all that shit. That miseducation. It's like, even when you start seeing something nah. like that, you know, I'm telling you, bro, down here in the South, like, we got a lot of miseducation from me, my mother, and going, like, these school systems, we, I mean, it's like an 18-year delay. We have to, we have to re-educate ourselves after we get out of school. Nah, they can't blame the school. They got to blame their parents at home. Yeah, but your parents been mis- if your parents like been miseducated, how that they fought because how that they fought they was miseducated just like you were. They got the I went yeah. to the same high school. Listen, listen, my it's, it's, my they, even suck, they even suck at educated people too, bro. Lawyers, well, right, exactly. we trained at an early age. We trained at an early age to uh, have a cult mindset. Then and that's how things like this happen. We taught not to challenge things. We taught just. To, do, do do what you told. Don't ask no questions. Right. Yeah, and then plus, you know, the you know, in, in general, the masses, you know, the the, the masses aren't uh, the peak. You know what I mean? The, there's always that top echelon. The masses just fo- just follow. There's a lot of people that just trust what you say. You know what I'm saying because they feel like I don't know what you know. Yeah, she says you're always gonna find more people with that. You know what I mean? So. Yes. Yeah, these pictures just got. Yeah. And then, I mean, like, I mean, I wonder if somebody just did the history on him. Like, all these schools of thoughts and stuff, how did he come Chuck up Morgan on? Was Look at Lamont Hill. Chuck with, Morgan knows uh, in the best. I thought, what does that do, Lamont? What's Lamont he just stole everything. He, like, Dr. York stole a little bit of everything. Lamont Hill, yeah. He was pseudo gumbo for real. But you know, it's what, like, man, the, yo, it's like the East Coast and the South is like two different planets. Cause like until you two, I had never even heard. Her. You know what I mean? And then you find out, yo, he was big. Like, damn. Right. But check this out. He was in the South. He was in Atlanta. Yeah. But, they, but just <laughs> no, like you said, it was, Atlanta, since but, the internet, we, we could, we've learned a lot about what was going on in the North that we didn't know nothing about. We just found out about Hebrew and yeah. um since the internet age came about. We didn't know nothing about that. Exactly. I, people yeah. be, get mad when I say that. I tell people all the time, like most people that are, didn't live in the Northeast, for the most part, never heard of it. Didn't know what a Hebrew Israelite was until about 2008. Shit, for me, like 2015.
You feel okay, me? let me ask you. You need to investigate what that is. You could be. Were like, they in Atlanta? When how? I mean, were they in Atlanta in the 1990s? I came to land like '99. So. Okay, well, they you seen some Hebrews when you got there? Like I said, they be downtown. But no, I'm like, talking about the 1999 or whatever you, you said. Yeah, but like I said, like I didn't pay. Like I said, like, I'm telling you, they be downtown Atlanta. Okay. So yeah, you see them a little section down there if you go by there, but. You ain't gonna pay no mind. Like fuck, that ain't your shit. Like that's just weird. You keep it moving. Yeah, not gonna pay no attention. They ain't like in the hood, just everywhere, just in your face. Where you're like, yo, who is these niggas? Yeah, they're just in a little section downtown Atlanta. You know, we learned that we learned a lot, but some people kind of like diverted off to other pseudoisms, as y'all would call it. Y'all ever y'all ever heard of Jerry Lewis Bay? Nah. Yeah, he was a he was a he was a he he started the more shit in St. Louis, but he at the same time nigga was like a drug lord, like a like a kingpin at the same time with the more shit in the Midwest. Where he came from New York? No, nah, he was he was in St. Louis, St. Louis, Missouri. Nigga her nigga was a heroin kingpin. Yo, about 2015, I, right, right, that's about when I I got into something right? That nigga would just like keep he was pop up on a Facebook feed. The videos you be strolling and here we had a little Jesus comparison type shit. You know what I mean? So the, the fact that he was banging on religion and shit, you know what I'm saying? And see other people doing, I was like, oh, oh, yo. And that's how I kind of got down, got linked up with Sanetta. And then I started seeing the Moors and shit. And I'm like, and I just thought it was like, you know, the smaller individual. I ain't know there was groups and all the types of shit. And then nigga be like, he be on 125th. So I'm thinking like, okay. And then once that nigga was walking around, it's like, yo, all them niggas be on that one strip. I'm like, nigga, you know what I'm saying? I thought these were different niggas from whole different, like all the niggas would be on that one little street, like Sunday to walk, and that nigga passed like nine different groups and shit. I'm like, all I'm like, shit's crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had no idea, bro. I had no idea. I believe like that. Yeah, the Hebrews be around the corner, and then you have some comedic guys around. But you know, all that starts <laughs> from like the Garvey. And you know them just standing on the soapbox and you know trying to yeah, get that thing back in the day. Nigga, the side you ain't seen no mm-hmm. shit like that, bro. Like I wasn't typical Saturday. Straight Christianity. It wasn't even no no um, Muslims unless you went to, like um, Charleston White say like unless you went to jail. That was the only way you were gonna find out about the Islam Islamic yeah. history or whatever uh, religion. Yeah. But most people down here in the south, we straight Christian. Yeah, in the Bible Belt. Straight Christian, right? And without that internet bridging the gap, it's like two different goddamn planets. You know what I'm saying? You know, when you look back on, you know, New York now, you know, after 10 or 15 years of knowing what's going on, and I could say that they the epicenter of confusion. (laughs) 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 That shit is crazy when you think about it. That's crazy. That's the epicenter of fucking historical confusion. That's what I do do with Assad Mecca dude because her talking that crazy. All the time, not saying. You know, no disrespect to nobody from New York, but no, we said the shit all the time. That's a fair assessment. Even New York niggas be like, yo, look at this. Pseudo cover straight out of New York, like, oh, all the top notch ones, like, straight out of like, <laughs> breed them shit, nigga. But you know, you in a fast moving city, gang of motherfuckers, you got to come with something different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? like fast, you know, it's fast talk, hey, man. You got shit. So, what do you see? Y'all see that as like what's that type of some type of con that they was creating or something? 
Now, you know, now we got in retrospect, we got a chance to look back at this. Do you think these things things was created out of some type of way to con the people? I don't think the Hebrews originally was like that, <clears throat> but I do believe that with York. I do believe that with uh, Nobu Jurali. Um, I um, I don't I don't. I don't. Uh, I I, I kind of believe that with with um, Clarence Thirteen X too. I kind of believe that with him too. Right. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Really? Yeah. I look at. I thought. I look at that like a legitimate break. Yeah. yeah because remember, he was a he was a gangster, a hustler, and everything else. Like he, like he wasn't even like he broke away from the nation of Islam because he didn't want to follow the. Right, like he believed in the spirituality, but he didn't want to follow the rules. I thought, so, it, was, I I thought mean, it was because to that Farad. No, no, no. Thirteen X was uh, way after Farad. He, he, he was. Uh, no, wanting the fact that Farad looked like a damn white man. You know what I'm saying? Nah, was, that's that's what them five percent is trying to tell you. No, no, that he got kicked out. So you five percent history is inaccurate. He got kicked out. That motherfucker got kicked out the nation for constantly gambling and drinking and smoking. That shit was illegal. And he was selling old newspapers. He was selling old ass newspapers to people. Um, old ass um um Muhammad um, speaks newspapers that was outdated and everything else to people. And people was coming back complaining that they was that there was old papers that he was selling and everything else. He kept getting caught doing that shit. Yeah, he they broke a whole bunch of rules and they kicked him out. And then that's when he had his own shit. They had nothing to do with Master Farad being a white boy. That's that's what you tell you. Yeah. I never heard that. I heard it the other way around. Like, I never heard that version. Um, yeah, of course not. <laughs> you ain't supposed to hear that version. Yeah, man. But yeah, it's like all little type of fragmentation between. So well, let me see. You saying the nation of Islam fractioned off into the five percent, and what was the other group? Well, the nation, well, the five percent, yeah, they fractured off from the nation of Islam. And the nation of Islam is still here, but yeah. Okay, well, where the hell the Moors come from? They come from Noble Jew Ali. That Noble ain't got Jew no. Uh, the the nation of Islam actually splinters off from the Moors. The Moors started all that shit. Dude. If you want to date all that shit back, you gotta go back to Noble Jew Ali. Yeah, Noble yeah that's Jew what that's what I'm yeah. saying. The chronology Noble I'm saying is Noble Jew Ali. Then from yeah. Master Farad Muhammad, then Elijah Muhammad. Yeah. And right. Then, you gotta start with Jawali, then work your way up. Right. And then they be wanting us to start our history in the 1900s. And you be seeing that shit with Noble Jawali, <laughs> like they're saying, like he started off at like a circus entertainer and shit. Oh, you talking about that outfit yeah, he had on? He'd be walking around in North, because um, he started off in North New Jersey. Uh, he used to be walking around North with a cape on and everything else, a crystal ball. And chew bars and chains and stuff, wild ass shit. Yeah, he, he was he was crazy loony. He got he, they chased him out of North. That he he didn't really take off, so he got to Chicago. Yeah, uh, what what's the lady name from Hoodlum? Uh, Madam Madam Saint Clair. She was married to one of them pseudo dudes. They used to call him Black Hitler. He was he was a uh, market Marxist uh, Marxist and shit. Yeah, I think yeah. It's, uh, it, it all, it, it's a lot of that shit was based on a hustle. You know what I'm saying? I, you still see it today and shit, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's what I'm we, saying. So you know, I, I think, yeah, I, I think today is a kind of more, a, a very accurate description of what it was back then. You know what right. I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah. HF, so everybody you got on the screen, you're saying all that came out of New York? 
Right now, <laughs> not, not, I don't know if the nigga Ferrari. Well, that's that's massive ride right there. That you got, yeah. Purge or somewhere. That nigga ain't from Purge. That nigga from Oregon. <laughs> we need to cut it out. That ain't from Purge. Man. Ain't no damn <laughs> Persian. He's a goddamn. He was from Oregon. He was locked up in fucking California for uh, I think. What the fuck he get locked up for? Man? Yeah, he, he had locked up at a, at a, um, at a diner for uh, beating up a dude with a pistol whip in the motherfucker, yeah. right? When he pistol whipping somebody, yeah. And when Damn. he got locked up on his jail intake shit, it says white man. Simple and plain. They got his, he was born in Oregon. He was a goddamn white man. On his son's death certificate from the military, they got his mother listed and they got his father listed and his father and mother is both listed as white people. Where's father and mother? No, it didn't have that on the um on his son's death certificate, nor did they have that on his uh I've always heard I I've heard really? that his mother, his mother his mother was white and um his, his father was from um um what was it Pakistan, I believe it was. His mother was white. You don't look Mediterranean to you, sir? No, man. The man name was Ford. Like, so, I mean, that kills. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, that Middle Eastern shit is to make it sound mystical. Like, we we really don't know who he is. <laughs> pretty yeah. much know who the guy is, yo. Like, if you grew up in the 90s or whatever, you this was before computers was in police cars, right? So you would use aliases, right? Yeah, you get a police your fake name, and hopefully, you know, if you got charges or whatever, you can, you know, get out before the fingerprints. You know yeah. what I mean? Came she back, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, because everything was slow. Now imagine <laughs> the goddamn twenties and thirties, right? If we could get away with that shit in the nineties. Imagine how slow that shit was in the third when the man fingerprints right and stuff came back. It was the same as the dude Ford. The FBI got the files. There's nothing else. There. Yeah, oh, no, I ain't seen that one. I ain't never know. <laughs> yeah, like it's, it's still it's intriguing because we go ahead because that nigga just mystical. You know what I'm saying? Like we saw the old picture of uh, Ford, a nigga named Ford with Muhammad Ali's wife. You know what I'm saying? It'd be something that nigga left a journal like nigga I was for all. You know what I'm saying? Just <laughs> but this is where it gets uh real tricky at. Now look, in this picture right here, everybody can see it. This is him in the goddamn police precinct, right? And he's talking to the white police officers that's around him, right? And he's telling the white police officers how he made it all up. Why? Because they came and arrested his ass, right? The police in their report said they walked by him in the goddamn apartment building. Why did they walk by him? Because they was seeing a white man. They thought they was coming to lock up a black man, right? They thought he was the fucking landlord. <laughs> so these white people back then knew that they was looking at another white man. They said they had to separate him from 
the black people. And once they separated them, that's when he told the truth. But they said when they brought him in, he was ranting like a lunatic. I'm the last prophet of Allah. This, that, yeah. and the third. And y'all going to get my wrath. They said, man, as soon as we separated him from uh, the Negroes, he told us it was all a sham. Boom, boom, boom. And they told him, look, you got a week to leave town and you won't get charged. He took the money and left town. That's what yeah. happened. He was a white. Go ahead. Yeah. No, this was in Detroit, and this was in Detroit, and uh, and um, you did, uh, you should tell them why they went uh, we were looking for him to arrest them is because of the whole voodoo house incident. Yeah, uh, it was a, um, yeah. Uh, uh, they 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 had uh, sacrificed somebody. Uh, one of the members, Harold uh, something, has sacrificed another member in his living room. These motherfuckers, is, yeah, sacrificed the nigga in his living room. <laughs> yeah, Man, tell me that's not conscious uh, reading that book going over the 12 tribe show <laughs> definitely look like conscious <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's part I, mean, I don't understand how we get tricked and see that's the shit I be talking about like right now like we we don't even use what you, people are demonizing look at shit to say who is us so you have people like that, that lady that was in the NAACP that was a pure white woman talking about she was black and we couldn't even tell her, now. Nah, no, you're not. Mm, mm, mm. Rachel, what was her name? Rachel Dolasa. Dolasa. Yeah, yeah. mm-hmm. she, she looked like a pure European because she <laughs> braided her hair up and told us she was black. Her daddy was black or something. We just went with it. So we should have been like, now nah, you're a European even if your daddy is black, that's what side you fell on. She was trying to do good for black people, so I mean, she... See, don't be making excuses, Jeff. That ain't no good. I mean, she was trying to do good. She, At was least she, she wasn't paid? trying to fuck us over. Was she getting paid? <laughs> yeah, she was getting paid. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Just like um, the whole bunch of these other people that keep scamming us. Listen... She was getting paid by the NAACP. She was having sex with black men. I mean, I listen... If that's if that's she goes to, if she goes through that extent to say that she black if she take black dick fine that she gotta take that dick it, why is we getting offended by it you think this I don't care I'm talking about this motherfucker right this is the biggest embarrassment for me as a black man that I've encountered in my forty years right and the reason why is growing up the nation of Islam was big right for me and, and for for the black community right they was the only ones in our community that looked at like you know strong black men and they was pro-black right um and when i found out that the the nigga that started the nation of islam was a white man i, I thought something i started believing white people i said something is wrong with us I said they might be right. We might be fucking slow. You feel me? Like I, I really had to sit back and say, "Yo, maybe white people want something, yo. Maybe we are slow, yo. Because if this, if this white man started the nation of Islam and then told black people that the white man is the devil and the motherfucking black people couldn't see that that white motherfucker." was also a devil something wrong with us 
something. Yeah, yeah that was just what I said. Except <laughs> with a different example, but to be able to be fooled right in your face, I don't. I think that's the most embarrassing and then, and thing. Then, that and then decade after decade, be fooled because yeah, look, I used ain't, to see that they fooled though. Because I think like they, I think like them niggas be like they on the end, like like your your Lodge Muhammad, your Farrakhan. You feel me? No, but check they, this out, so so this way you get tricky. For the money, the other niggas is the suckers. No, look, I used to see this picture right <laughs> all the time. And looking at that's a white man. He got the whole Hitler haircut, right? Yeah. Listen, I can get people. Hold up, you tricked yourself into thinking he was black. I, I, I was looking at a white man, and it never registered. So something is wrong with me. (laughs) Something is wrong. Something. I I might be. Listen, he was black. No, I fuck all that. Listen, what I'm saying is. How could I look at these pictures? This picture, right? We have Nation of Islam restaurants here, right? And this shit is up, right? Every black person walking there, we buy food from them, and we look at this white man, and we never even recognize that that's a white man. Something wrong with us. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's right, it's the same shit with the Jesus up there. Yeah, you don't even question it. Right? The white yeah. Jesus is yeah. hanging in our churches, and most of us never question it. Yeah, right. But that's different right there, though, Chef. That for us. This is their Jesus. Right. It's their Jesus. They didn't even question it. Ain't no different. That's their Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, the whole shit is based on black. Yeah, that's correct. They like crazy. the Bible based on black. <laughs> this shit is based on the black man. The black, 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 black. Why they in the chat saying Phil Valentine white? That's funny as fuck, yo. That's a possibility. That is hilarious, yo. Yo, that's a possibility. Yo, when Chief X first said that, yo, I fell out, yo. That is a possibility. Do you think, like, he could be a white man? White man. He might got a little mixed, you know what I'm saying? It's probably more European. You yo, never know. I think Phil Valentine might be white man playing with us, yo. I yeah, really Oh, like, my God. I hope, I hope that. That nigga might be a Rachel Matters, though. <laughs> I hope that. Remember, uh, what, what's that guy, Rod Newman? When he did his DNA That test, nigga that thought he was dude. black. It's crazy, <laughs> man. <laughs> I'm y'all see when he took shit. a deal like this? Y'all should, y'all should watch y'all, that. Man, no. fuck Rock Newman. His mother and father told him he was white listen. his whole life. Why the fuck would he walk around shit. thinking he was... That nigga was scamming. Yo, ain't nobody trying yeah. that shit. Listen, when I, when I looked at his shit, right, niggas had to tell me that he was black <laughs> or thinking he was black. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So I'm thinking like, how the fuck did, would you even convince that you was black, nigga? Like, you know what I'm saying? He, can't pass. he can't pass. Yeah, so I'm trying to figure out at what point in his life <laughs> made him start thinking he was a black man. Look, your mom and your daddy white. You, you got a white family. They've been telling you you've been white your whole life. What, when you started doing your TV show, you started thinking you was black? When did that ever popping your head. My parents told me my whole life I was black. I got a black family. I never... I, I, that shit just don't even make logical sense, yo. 
Who the yeah, fuck don't know what the fuck they is? Bro, I'm white. I'm he white was, now. He got all the premiere interviews by African Americans who never even questioned this shit. <laughs> right. Something he wrong like with a, he was somebody of Rock Newman, goddamn, sitting out in front of Rock Newman. You know what I mean? And that the African American community? Shit. <laughs> something wrong. I'm telling you, something might be wrong. White people on to something, yo. <laughs> I'm telling we don't want to admit it. Yeah, right? Yeah, but we might, like, we might, we might. Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you, I'm going go to go to the culprit. <laughs> Let's get to the culprit of what happened. Uh, they, they, time. that one drop rule put everybody in a category. That's what happened. And we accepted it. Mm. See what I'm saying? It's indoctrination, right? Yeah, they, they put that one drop rule and they, and they discarded. If you got any nigga blood, you ain't us. That's what they yeah. did. They, they just put they, they brush them off. There's brush them off. There's brush them off as a biracial. Probably he got you know one white parent, but he's still black. Yeah, they didn't give a damn. So that's that's why I think how we wind up in the in that type of ideology that. And, and also, I'm, I'm, we had talked about this shit the other day uh, about how when you look back in history, the biracial kids were very. Uh, very close, like they could pass for white. You know what I mean? So if you come out of that time, you've seen some um, black, white race people that you was like, yo, look strictly European. You know what I mean? So maybe the elder could succumb to that to some degree. Because <laughs> when you look back at some of the old niggas, you'd be like, niggas, like you can't believe he's in the African American category. You're like, for real? Like, oh, shit. As far as the hair goes, remember you talking about times where people were wearing prostitutes. No, I was just talking about like because they mentioned the hair before. Like, no, I was saying earlier that um, the hair was mentioned about the picture and everything. Remember, it was a time during the process and everything too. So maybe they thought he had a process, you know, like he straightened his hair or whatever. He just did a hell of a good job with it. I don't. I'm just, you know, these are things they probably just brushed off or whatever. Didn't question. Adam Clayton Powell used to run around Harlem talking about he was black. And niggas accepted that crazy nonsense. Right, right. That was Yeah, that's another picture. Now, this picture right here that I have up, um, they, they was uh people was questioning. No, let, 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 let me rewind he it a little look bit. Like about, the other who that's with Farrar. That, head, that forehead, he do look like the other nigga as an old man. Yeah. Who is that? That's Farrar. That's an older man. Yeah. Right? Holy shit. That's Muhammad Ali's ex <laughs> And that's Muhammad, Muhammad Ali's ex That's Muhammad Ali's ex wife with him, too, right? Yeah, she the one who gave this picture up because yeah. she was saying that, yeah, she met him. He was a white man. So it was people that's still alive who actually met this mother and can attest that that was a white man. That nigga like a nigga, he like a nigga from India, so he like Gandhi or some shit. Nah. But you heard what Wesley Hamas, Wesley Muhammad said, right? What? He was like, yeah, it was known on the inside that uh Farrar was a white man, but he was like, he knew that the nigga mind wasn't ready for this type of information. So yeah, yeah they so, made up a whole bunch of crazy shit, right? Mm. Yeah, they made up a whole yeah, bunch of crazy shit. I let, think let, I think I think Elijah knew. No, yeah, definitely about. Elijah knew. Now look, in Harper's magazine in I think 1960 or something like that, um, the FBI had put out their findings on uh 
the mysterious leader of uh, the nation Islam, uh, Wallace Ford, right? Um, Master Fraud Muhammad. Um, Elijah Muhammad said he'll give $100,000. He said that these are nothing but white lies. Again, white lies. White, the white man and their lies. And he wrote to the Harper's Magazine and said, he will give he will pay a hundred thousand dollars to anybody that can prove that uh Fard uh Master Fard is this guy Wallace Ford and that he's white. And guess what? That same month the nigga wife came forward and said, I can prove he um white. Give me my hundred thousand dollars. And she produced their uh their marriage certificate that had his race on it. Right, and, the, and and that marriage certificate went back to his birth certificate, right, and had the same thing on his birth certificate. And she also produced the death certificate of their son that was killed in the Korean War, and I think the early 1950s, and it had the race of the father on it. So you know what I mean. Also, she produced his jail record, right, from San Quentin, because he was locked up in San Quentin. She had it all, right, and. Elijah Muhammad never gave this lady $100,000 and she clearly proved that he was a motherfucking white man. That's a damn yeah, he can't shot. pay it because if he's paying it, he's a white man. You need to put that together right there. That, if you would have put that together with the whole, all the documents, that shit would have been a hell of a shout. <laughs> I'm telling you. Because that was beautiful how you broke that down. I yeah, didn't even know all this. Yeah, it's crazy. It's 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 crazy, James. Listen. Right. <laughs> crazy. It is. It's crazy because it fucked me up so bad, right? When I found out that he was white. And also <laughs> So hold up, you used to be a Muslim? Yeah, but I was I was Sunni. But it's just the nation is long. You watch Malcolm X movie, you get yo, you the nation is long was the shit if you grew up in the 90s. I'm sorry. Like it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Come on, man. Yo, in the 90s, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's top notch shit. Like, their reputation was, like... Impeccable. Yeah. yeah. This is the nation of Islam. So, when yeah. I found out, right, that the motherfucker was white, then listening to... <laughs> they have a, um, a, a goddamn, uh, a interview with, uh, Wallace... Muhammad, who was named after this nigga, he's Elijah Muhammad's son. Um, uh, actually, Sheikh, uh, what, uh, what the fuck is? I, I actually went to see him speak before. Um, uh, God damn it, Wallace, oh shit, Wallace Muhammad, whatever, Wallace, right? Everybody yeah, know him yeah, as I Wallace. Know you talking about. Yeah, the son, um, that took over the nation of Islam. He's in an interview with Farrakhan before he died. And him and Farrakhan is talking to a Indian Muslim from India, right? Or Pakistan. I think he was from Pakistan. The Pakistani Muslim is interviewing uh, Elijah Muhammad, I mean, Elijah Muhammad's son, Wallace Muhammad and Farrakhan, right? And they are both talking about Wallace and Wallace is saying was talking about how he got put out the nation of Islam because he said he would never accept uh um what's the man name Fard 
right? Yeah. As God, because he was a white man. This is Elijah Muhammad's son saying this. She, he yeah, said he my, said he met him. Yeah. Exactly. He said, my father, right, my mother would tell me, just accept what your father say, right? Because he said, kick him out? Yeah, his he father kicked him out, out, right? And he said, he said, you know what I mean, uh, how his mother didn't even believe it, but they just went along with it. You dig what I'm saying? So, I mean, when the family starts saying this, yo, you know what I mean? Then, then you got to start believing this shit. Like, who the fuck going to lie on their father, yo? You know what I mean? You you try to big up your father, what? right? He, he just was telling the truth because he knew Farrakhan and them was going to keep pumping that bullshit. But he told the truth. And Farrakhan did not... Uh, uh, That's how Farrakhan ended up uh, taking taking back over the nation and rebranding it. Exactly, and and in that interview, Farrakhan didn't deny nothing that Wallace said. Listen to what Farrakhan said. Farrakhan said some crazy shit about a law made him appear to be white because he knew the condition that black people was in, and that was the only way we was going to accept some crazy shit. You know what I mean? Some crazy shit. Like, it's... I mean, something wrong with us, y'all. I'm going to just say that, that. Hey, that's fine. That nigga like, yo. How, if you believe believer, that shit sound... <laughs> that shit sound perfect. You like, yo. Yeah? That's some deep shit. You know Like, shit. Nigga. We wasn't ready. I guess that's why... Uh, they made this know, big-ass movement off of, off of a lot. That pick of Western Bahamas saying, yeah, the nigga mind wasn't ready for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, just look at their doctrine. They doctrine crazy as hell. Like, it's, it's, it's not even based on the, uh, like, the Quran for real. Like, nah, it's his, own, it's his own thing. And it would make sense, though, why the son would take the movement back to traditional Islam. Yeah, definitely. See, um, no, man, this is some old bullshit. I think Wallace had went to, um... He went to Elazar University in Cairo. So he studied under, um, you know, he, he ended up studying with Orthodox Muslims when he was in college over there in um, Egypt. So that, that's, when, that's when he realized, you know, my father was uh, tripping. You dig what I'm saying? <laughs> Ain't none of this shit real. Um, <laughs> but it paid for his education. Right, so you know the nation of Islam. You know, I mean, they they was making that money. So you know what I mean. But yeah, man, it's uh something wrong with us, man. Yeah. Some <laughs> something wrong with us, man. Jim Jones, another one, right? I I mean that that just oh, shows yeah. you that's another case. Yeah, and then he was openly white. Exactly. He was openly white. No mistake in him. Yeah. And they still followed him. He, he started off in Indiana and then worked his way out to Cali. It, but, but, you know, yeah, but what's crazy is Farrakhan and them used to promote uh, Jim Jones. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. Nuts. You know what I mean? And the Nation of Islam has some weird connection with the Jehovah's Witness. Um, also, uh, well, what's the guy name that started the Jehovah's Witness? Oh, they were saying like they think like wasn't they saying that they think that's a, that's a connection to Islam? Who? 
Fart. I got, I got to pull up a shit in that shit. They were saying something like uh, the person that, that developed might have developed that whole Farrar shit like that was a Jehovah's Witness. That's, man, that's deep because I know I, uh, they have um, writings from Elijah Muhammad uh, talking about he was uh, praising um, the dude who started the um the Watchtower Society, the uh the dude who started the uh the Jehovah's Witness, right? He spoke very highly of him. Um it's crazy. You know what I mean? Like our people just go from one extreme to the next, you know, looking for identity. You know what I mean? Um e- even if you, you just switch guys. Yeah, we just switch guys. Exactly. When you look at the, um, if you ever hear the story about how Farad got started, Farad or Ford got started, when he left, um, when he left L.A. after he got out of uh, jail, this was during the Depression, right? So you you have to think if when you watch video and, and you see pictures and documentaries about the Great Depression. You see white people in soup kitchen lines, starving, looking hungry as hell, right? So if white people was uh looking like that during the Great can you imagine what black people was going to? They 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 don't even talk about black people during the Great Depression, right? You know what I mean? You just see struggling white people. But if white people were struggling during the Great Depression, could you imagine what was going on for black people? They don't even show those pictures. They don't even talk about it. Right? Because now you're talking about human neglect on a whole nother level. If white people was in soup kitchens, right, and on welfare, imagine the black community. But the black community yeah. found a way to thrive through the Great Depression. And that's a story, that's a whole nother story unto itself. But when he came to um those uh northern cities in the Midwest when he left LA, he found refuge in the black community. Why? Because we already knew what it was like to be poor, right? White people was just facing it for the first time. We've been been knew how to deal with that. We've been knew how to borrow a cup of sugar from this neighbor. All right, this neighbor got this. I got this. You know what I mean? We'll put our food together and make a fucking meal, right? We've been knew how to do that. So what he would do is he started selling linen, right? And black people found different ways to make money outside of those Big factories closing down and the mill, all of that stuff that was going on in the Midwest up there in Detroit and Chicago where he uh, first had went at, right? When those plants and shit was shutting down uh, uh, because of the financial market collapsing and everything, black people were still making money, you know, scrapping metal, you know what I mean? All of the jobs that white people wouldn't do, right? Black people was already doing the shit, like boom, boom, boom. Even down to our food, Right, black people was already eating uh, mustard grains. 
Shit like that. White people wasn't fucking with no shit like that. They thought that shit was like weeds that you pick up on the side of the road. Black people was already cooking that shit, right? And eating it. Right, chitlins and shit. Chitlins and, you know what I mean? Look, I'm going to tell you, chicken wings. Did y'all know that chicken wings in those parts of the chicken used to be scraps? That the slaughterhouses, look, the slaughterhouses used to throw that shit out. And the black people would go get whole buckets of chicken wings and shit because they were scraps. Right? Fucking crazy. (laughs) So they was going away with some good pieces of chicken. Now we know that, but we know it from the Great (laughs) Depression. Before that, that shit was fucking scraps. Who eat chicken legs? Uh, who I mean, not chicken legs. Who eat chicken feet and shit? Right? Uh, The Caribbean people. Yeah, when chick when the Caribbean people came up here, merged with the African American community, they showed us how to eat all of that shit. Right? So we was down with those scraps, uh, turkey necks and shit like that. Your grandmother tell you to, you know what I mean? White people ain't eat no shit like that. That was scraps. You dig what I'm saying? But anyway, back to Farad Muhammad. Farad would go around the black community and now he was hungry, right? But he was uh, peddling uh, fabrics, right? So he would go to the black community and he found the selling point to sell to the blacks. He would go to the women, right? And say, you see this linen? This linen... This is like the linen that you used to wear from back where y'all from, your homeland, right? And that would, these people was coming from down south, the Bible Belt, right? So that would intrigue them because they never heard about where they was from, right? Yeah, yeah. Doing, yeah doing the great the great migrations and shit. Exactly. He was moving from urban, urban, urban areas from the south. Exactly. So when he would knock on the doors, you know, one of his selling things was these fabrics, these fine silks, this, that, these different colors. These are the things that y'all used to wear back in y'all homeland, right? They never heard what homeland. What are you talking about? Oh no, y'all actually from the east, right? This, that, and the third, right? So what the black people would do, they wanted to hear yo tell them those stories, so they would invite him in up. Now, they will buy the shit from him with their little quarters and shit that they will save up. So, and they will offer him food because they'd be cooking and shit, right? And it's the Great Depression. This a white man, he hungry. I found a way to get in these black people houses and get some fucking food. So, he started to go around to their uh, houses, right? And he would tell them all of these stories about where they was from. And they would invite other friends over, right? They would say, come back tomorrow, Right. And and tell us, you know what I mean? And they would invite their friends over and their friends. They would all bring different dishes and stuff. And that's how he started his first storefront of these black people who was actually, man, this is crazy. It was all a fucking scam and a hustle. And he ran that shit. And he started off and he started off preaching the Bible. He didn't start off preaching the Quran. He started out, he sucked them in with the Bible at first for the same reason Chef just mentioned, how they exactly. was uh, fresh from the Bible belt and everything. So they was familiar with the Bible. So that's how he lured them in at first. And then as time went on, he started creating. Yeah, that's, yeah, you on it. Uh, what the hell happened? 
He muted out. But yeah, uh, a, a yeah. tuck. Father Divine was a G. I'm I'm gonna say that flat out. Father Divine wasn't like um uh no goddamn um Farah Muhammad. Father Father Divine was a real nigga. You know what I mean? Flat out. And he fed everybody. You know what I mean? He fed everybody. He you know, he wasn't taking food from people. He was, you know, giving people food, so you know, real nigga. All right, what you got on the screen? Let's go. That's a little um the little J store shit. This I was looking for the um more the shit that talks about the Jehovah Witnesses okay. influence on the on Nation of Islam and how uh, how some of it is um uh goddamn group is some of the motherfuckers uh, it's, it's Jehovah Witness base. Like some of the prophecy, like the white man coming to end at such such a date. You know what I mean? So it's, it's a lot of parallels and shit. This is this is like a little small little clip. Mm-hmm. So you can see people breaking down the whole shit. You know what I mean? But right, right. They said he used to, I was looking at the stuff, they said uh he was he was breaking them out of Christianity and he was telling like to listen to some like Watchtower dude on the radio, like some Russell something. Dang. Name again. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. So that's what a that's that's what a doctor was based at. And it was like he would act like he teach them Islam with an Islamic Bible, but it's in, it's in Arabic. You know what I'm saying? So he probably in that running game like a motherfucker. They can't read that shit. <laughs> yeah, that's for it's sure. crazy that he pimped that shit like. Nigga fuck around and became a goddamn god in the black community. For real. A white man became a god in the black community. That's god in the flesh. That's what he called him. That hey. is crazy, man. Hey, so you, you see how that shit can happen in real time? You know what I'm saying? Man. Just because we was looking for our identity. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just because Lost we was... People. But the guy that you show on the 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 Fard Muhammad, uh, the Fard Muhammad, that's not the guy in the Malcolm X movie though. That's before no. him, right? Yeah, that's before. Elijah they didn't Muhammad. show him in the Malcolm X movie. Yeah, they didn't even show him in the Malcolm X movie. Okay, Elijah. Yeah, Elijah was a real black man. You know what I mean? They showed a pic. They showed a picture of him though. It was like a picture on the on the, on the background. And shit. Yeah, they, yeah, but they, they, they didn't bring out who he was or none of that. Yeah. Do you find out if Elijah was mixed or was that settled? Man, that man was a black man. <laughs> if that's the case, I'm mixed. None of the old pictures be looking. That mother, Eddie had that weird talk. <laughs> yeah, he, he definitely was weird. uneducated and had a speech impediment from. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hey, that makes sense. But the niggas were trained to talk a certain way, too. He was trained to talk like that? Some of them niggas was trained. They probably did that shit on purpose, though. Nah, I doubt that. No, that yeah, shit that was a speech came. impediment. Yeah. The other niggas, they do got a certain style. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, Farrakhan sound just like they got a they got a little cadence, a little rhythm they work with. You know what I'm saying? The uh, the uh, the nation of Islam bounce. You know what I mean? Like, uh, my, yeah. you know I mean, like someone got the, the the heavy one. Listen, my brother. What you need to do, you know what I'm saying? They got that certain t- tone, you know what I'm saying? Wesley got the slow down Farrakhan shit. You know what I mean? Like Farrakhan, I got real slow with this shit now. That motherfucker be like, I'm telling you, 
what you need to do. I'm like, God damn, bro. Yeah, I can't listen to him no more. I used to think Farrakhan was fire. Hey, Farrakhan was fire. <laughs> I lost all respect for him. In his day, yeah. that nigga was shit. Niggas, I, started, I wasn't even a mother nigga. I used to get the tapes, nigga. Yeah. Once I started digging into uh, Malcolm's real murderers, I, I lost all respect for Farrakhan. Yeah, them them motherfuckers still denying that shit, man. And there's it's people that still go along with that nonsense, man. Like it's it's crazy. It crazy is that they got their whole pro black like buck against the system reputation on Malcolm. But when you look at this shit, that's not what they really, that's not what it was about for them. You know what I'm saying? They was like separatists. They wasn't trying to goddamn ruffle no feathers. Yeah, so. What you mean? Huh? They weren't about that life you were saying. Like they, yeah, you know, Mal- yeah, they Malcolm- talked a good game, but they really wasn't, they, they wasn't busting the great. Yeah, not, not at least not non-black people. They bust black people heads open, but not not nobody who's not black. Malcolm even spoke on it. Because yeah. you know Malcolm was talking about by any means necessary, and that ain't what they was talking about. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? So that's when you start hearing shit like they couldn't carry guns, and I'm like, what? Like that's that shit was totally against what my perception then was. Like, kind of linking them to some like Black Panther type. With yeah, the religion. You know what I mean. Malcolm was too political for them. That that's one of the knocks they had on they. The nation only worries about the nation. That's what they tell them, motherfuckers, to worry about. It's really about the nation. That's it. And uh, Malcolm wanted to uh, deal with things outside the nation. He wanted, you know, this during the civil rights movement and everything else. You know, racial tensions are extremely high, and he wanted to. He he actually wanted to go out down the south. And 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 I ride down there um, with, with um, not necessarily with Martin and them and everything else, but he wanted to be like you know um, have some kind of coalition with them or whatever. And the nation was like, nope, cut it off. Uh, we only worried about nation business. Let them do what they doing. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's good. Malcolm, you know, his dad was a Garvey guy too, though. You know what I'm saying? So he had a different different viewpoint anyway. Yeah, mm, that became problematic for them because Khalid had the same issues with them too. Khalid wanted to work with things outside the nation, and that became a problem. Yeah, I mean the way Farrakhan talked when he when, when he was young, listen to him when he was young is like you, you'd have thought like some major shit would have done went down. You know what I'm saying? And it's like really they've been like extremely peaceful. Like it, they talk a lot of fiery stuff, but. Nothing really happens, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and it's been going on for like decades and like almost a century. I'm doing shit. Farrakhan, I'm just like four, four decade run, some shit, man. From the 90s, 30 year run, 30 plus, 40, 40 plus. He, he took yeah. over in like 80 when they rebranded, or was it late 70? Like, I know it was at least 80, yeah. I wonder what they do for Farrakhan when he died. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're going to have to find a way to elevate him to the Pantheon. Because even though it started with Elijah, he the one, like, you know, gave it its resurgence. 
Yeah, he, yeah, the, the nation was dead to uh, Farrakhan rebranded it. It was pretty much dead. Yes, I wonder what they're gonna do. I mean, when when that when that time come, how old is he now? Like, oh, what, late eighties. Well, he just stepped down like a couple of weeks ago, didn't he? Didn't he just step down a few weeks I ago? I know that. I didn't know that shit. Yeah. Who's up? They still trying to figure out, I think. Yo, that shit probably gonna break in about four different groups when Farragon died. Yeah, it's about to be ugly. Yeah, it's about to be ugly. That's how it was historically when all these um, leaders of these groups uh, died. Uh, the Morris, when the Shambles, after Kobo Jirali died, um, after Elijah died, it was all these splits and everything going on. And it's going to be the same thing Farrakhan died. Because they don't run no shit like um, they don't run it with like a hierarchy, so you know who's next up. It's like nigga just in limbo, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> got, you know what I mean? Got a nigga living like an emperor, like he goddamn uh, what? Well, eternal or some shit. The problem is they start when they get part of these groups, they start following the leaders as if they're you know messiahs. So once the messiah's gone, now what? Now now you you just can't just anoint another messiah, right? Like that's that that usually doesn't work. So you know, you start getting now. Now people got to start looking deeper into just personality worshiping. And it's funny because I was listening to unbiased uh, shows, and there's and, and there's a split between other people who are nation of Islam because they like nah, you know, Elijah's supposed to be the last one. You know what I'm saying? So they can't rock with Farrakhan because it's they were they were saying Elijah's supposed to be the last one, and then we supposed to. Like go out and spread, spread out information. You know what I'm saying? But it wasn't supposed to be no more, no more Messiah type. No more anybody would rise that high. So it was crazy though. Yeah, but that's where these coats get stuck right there. Once the leader dies, now what? I'm gonna look into it though. See what happens. Still, man, I folks walking chef shit. What's good? I'm gonna shut it down. Right, we ain't even dropped the link. I ain't seen ain't nobody jumped on. Hey man, uh that nigga Mystical back in jail again for rape. Like this nigga Mystical turned out to be a real deal rapist, bro. And it just got locked up for like first degree rape. That's crazy. Went to jail and just beat a rape charge, which is even crazy. You're talking about mystical? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a rape. Real deal rape is bad. And Mystical used to be my dude back in the day, man. When he had that little peak and shit, Mystical was snapping. Yeah, like early 2000. Yeah. Late 90s. Should have known it was, was some kind of some truth to it, because, like, you didn't really see you didn't really see him around P at all. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just kept this distance from him, like, Yeah, I saw him um, interviewed on Vlad TV, 
talking about. And so I thought he was, I was the way he was talking. I thought, oh, okay, maybe he did get set up on that, you know. But now he's arrested again. I'm like, oh, I shit. Know. Yeah, I thought the same thing too. Then he got caught for rape. Then he beat it. I'm like, okay, cool. Then it was a lie again. And now you're in first degree rape again. <laughs> I'm like, okay, nah, nah. I'm like, <laughs> right. That's, that's, what, that's exactly right. I'm like, all right. Yeah. That's what, that keeps on happening. Something, something. <laughs> <laughs> It's not like it's not like it's coming up years later. Like he's getting caught in real time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like shit. Uh, yeah. So this will be the last time we see Misko when he get locked up for this one, bro. It's over with. Hey, Chef, where you at? Chef, the host, the only one I can. Uh, in the show. Hey, y'all in the chat, man. If, if you try, subscribe. Hit the like button. Then we got 63 likes. Peace, Hutch. Ex-architect in the building. I don't know what's going on with the polite case. I think it is sent back way for the next court date. There ain't nobody speak on it, speak on it yet. Peace, Mike Shabazz. Mysterious doubt. The truth set you free. Paragon peace. Tuck my eye peace. Yeah, Chef, where you at, man? Chef from L. I'll try to hang around a little bit. See if he pull up. Uh, yes, y'all just be rocking out in the chat. Chef, I hit a back, I hit a feedback. <laughs> yeah, no sense. I'm finna dip out. I'm gonna let the yeah. Uh, I hear you. I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta go run to the airport too. So I only have like a few minute, minutes left myself. <laughs> for sure, for sure, man. Peace, everybody, man. All right, man.
Yeah. <laughs> Y'all thought I was gone. <laughs> so sad. Then shut the shit down and left and ain't tell me nothing. That's crazy. I ran upstairs to do some things. To do some things. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. But- <laughs> I can see y'all already gone. They didn't shut it down, Mr. Metro. That's crazy. Um, <laughs> and my James voice. That's crazy. <laughs> Yo, let me see. Hold on. But I want to do this. I want to do this before I go. I had to get two sets of headphones. That's what I'm gonna do. All right, I'm gonna use two sets of headphones. All right, I'm gonna take care of that problem. Man, look, y'all need to download this motherfucking link right here. If y'all don't do nothing else, download that goddamn Discord link because we going in. All right. Butter up. Anywho's. I'm tired. That's crazy. They left me. Khalil just joined the server. That's what's up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Posterius Thout just joined. That's what I'm talking about, man. Look. 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 I'm trying to tell y'all. Boom. As soon as y'all come in, I'm going to give y'all some love. Boom. Boom. And look, if y'all go down, since y'all just joined, if y'all go down to Chef's Clubhouse, right, you can chat with me. You can, you know, I ain't put no books in my library yet, but get when CK get back in here, 
She going to tell me how I can download my books and y'all will be able to download the books that I put on here. Y'all will be able to download them right to y'all phones. Read them when y'all want. You feel me? We could chop it up about the information. You know what I mean? The way I get to my information, y'all can see how I, you know what I mean, process my information. Boom, boom, boom. We can all chop it up right there. Um, You know, I do quick study. Boom, boom, boom. Get to the information I need real quick, right? <clears throat> and I do live, I do live shows. You know what I mean? I try to come in in the Discord and do a live show every day, right? Why everybody is at work. You know, I start a show, everybody can join it. You know what I mean? It's in um Chef's uh clubhouse. Everybody can join it. We can just be in there talking shit. Beefing, doing whatever. You dig what I'm saying? Getting to the information. You know, there's no topic that's off limits in Chef's Clubhouse. So when you join the server, you know what I mean? Go down there, check out Chef's Clubhouse, because that's where we're going to be hanging at. Boom. (sighs) All right, so we out of here. I think it was a good show overall. Clubhouse right here, y'all. You a show better. Most men want a housewife, but me, I love a go-getter. Your ex pussy wet, but that new pussy be so wetter. No lies detected. Just get high and accept it. Go ahead, talk. Come right here in Chef's Clubhouse. Come on, Doug. Why you being like that? Man, let's keep it a stack. Why you say it if you ain't mean it like that? And when you say him, you ain't give him no rap. And we already be in here chopping it up a little bit. You feel me? How we look on the Discord. You can come in, kick it with me in the Discord all the time. Because one of your homies did it. Over a kilogram. Then spin you like a ceiling fan.
stack You ain't gotta tell me you gon' be right back Stop bluffing shorty, keep it a sack And once you start something, can't just leave it like that Finish the job, homie, keep it a stack While I'm still rapping at 40 well, let's chat about it. First of all, my life's amazing. Let's see that about it. Wife is blazing. And, and the kids get the life, life savings. savings. Follow the drip, nigga. My, my ice glazing. Yo, FSO, in the best that flow. Bar storytelling, visuals, cadence, and concepts. Content, impact. Yeah, the boxes is all checked. I just need that one song. Yeah, that one song. Then I can crush the earth. What's one palm? Look at my eyes. I'm dumb calm. Or let your heat for it. We gon' have to let that heater spray. Might even have to put that weed away. Now that's a lotto. That's my medication. Gotta stay high, yo. Till a nigga die, yo. Now I'm out now. Hit the link in my bio. Go ahead. Talk to him. You ain't beefing like that. Come on, Doug. Why you being like that? Let's keep it a stack. Why you say it if you ain't mean it like that? And when you say him, you ain't give him no rap. You ain't gotta tell me you're gonna be right back. Stop bluffing, shorty. Keep it a stack. <laughs> Once you start something, can't just leave it like that. Finish the job, homie. Keep it a stack. Keep it a stack. Yeah, y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did it again. Another show is in the books. It's been a good one. But now. It's time to say goodbye to all my Negro friends. We love y'all. Good night.